Let's get it. Kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it. Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome to another episode of the Kick It Podcast. Coming to you from our little studio here in Oceanside. Thank you guys for tuning in, and thank you to everybody who's going to be listening. We appreciate you guys. We started a little bit lower, uh, later than seven thirty, like we said, but it's because we run out minority time. So, uh, <laughs> that's why I told these dudes, like, yeah, show up at 7, because they're really going to get here, like, at 7.30. So, uh, yeah, we were. I think this is actually the, the uh, closest we have been to starting at the actual time, yeah. to be to be truthful. Yep. Uh, With less technical difficulties. We yes. only had one, which was the button. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for uh, joining in. Who's ever joining in the live stream? We appreciate you guys. What it do? Uh, my name is Louie Lope. Your host. I'm here with my boy Bruce, my brother Victor, and uh, our special guest today is Oscarino Ortega. Man, how you doing, bro? Pretty good, man. Thanks for having me, bro. Yeah, thanks for being on again. We've had him a couple of times, so you can go back to our older episodes and check it out. Uh, he has his own uh, youth group, right? Uh, yes, lived, sir. lived Experiences Inc. Uh, and dude, man, this guy, this guy has been helping out the community a lot. I mean, dude, this dude ran for a school board. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a youth group that would help. Uh, uh, like teens and stuff, how to write resumes, you know, have a place to go to, you know, to do their stuff, man. And uh, and now he's been now handing out food to uh, to people that need the food, you know, through this whole COVID nineteen pandemic, fucking thing going on. Crisis, bro. Yeah, man. So, uh, dude, that's it's fucking dope, man. How how how's how's all that going? It's going dope. It's going dope, man. Thanks for having me again. Uh, man, it's a trip. It's a trip, brother. You know when. I always tell myself that, you know what, amongst chaos, there's opportunity, bro. And right now, there's an opportunity to help the hood. So that's all I'm doing, brother. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this Saturday, you have your second food drive, right? Yes, sir. Um, Saturday, 10 a.m., 2017 South Coast Highway. Uh, We're going to be partnering up with a couple of organizations uh, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., man. Come out. Donate some good food. We need some eggs, milk, juices. Tortillas, queso fresco, frijolitos. If your abuela could cook up the pan of that pozole soup, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that shit Bring that to the whole crowd. <laughs> Bring that too. Those frijoles sitting on top of the stove for like stove for like three days. Bring those too. I mean, we'll take anything, bro. So and we'll see the, you out there, man. And what other organizations are actually link, linking up uh, with the? Uh, yeah, with yeah. So uh, there's something called the Moose Lodge. You guys heard of the Moose Lodge? Yes. So the Moose Lodge just consists with a bunch of retired old cops, man. Okay. Which is a trip right now because in the months, like what we're yeah. doing right now, yes. you know, with police brutality and everything. See, I, I'm, a, I'm a delegator, bro. I'm, I'm a peace builder, bro. So I'm all about like, hey, there's some good out there, there's some bad here. How do we come together and, and show some strength in the community of Oceanside, you know? Mm-hmm. Oceanside has always been hella cool, man. Yeah, we got some stupid-ass cops out of here, you know, doing some stupid-ass shit. But there's also some good people, man. They're, they're just people like us, brother. So I'm not here to vouch for them. I'm here to work with people in my hood so make a better living for everybody around mm-hmm. us, bro. So if I can put my little grain of salt in there, I'm all for it, bro. For That's sure, exactly for what I'm sure, doing. man. And it's not really, it's not even like your second food drive because you've been handing out like tortas and uh, mm. another stuff before you did like an official Taquitos. like. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so so what's the difference between the food drive you're doing now and then uh, like a couple months ago when you, when you first started? The yeah, dude. So there's a, there's a big difference. One of the differences is that when you give somebody like nice groceries, bro, like if they're going to shop for themselves, the whole family eats. Mm-hmm. If I give you tacos, only that person eats. Yeah, definitely. Which is cool still, though. But once you give somebody a pack of tortillas, queso, and a pack of beans, bro, everybody eats for about a week, bro. That's yeah. lunch for that, that's lunch for someone who's working, right? 
And the best part about it, bro, is like when you eat a torta. Have you guys seen that movie Ratatouille with the little rat that cuts yeah, and shit? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right? There's a moment in that movie when that fucking dude, that big top dog, goes in there and eats that little fucking ratatouille and takes him back to that. To his childhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember <laughs> That's that That's how scene. I do when I eat burritos, dog. It takes me back <laughs> to those good old times when we were hella poor, but we got those tacos with beans and rice and yeah. cheese. That's what I'm trying to do, take those people back in time so they can feel good about themselves, man. Yeah. So there's a big difference right there. Yeah, that's, that's fucking dope, man. Yeah. So how, how did you, how'd you get that idea to start doing that? Brother, when everybody's losing their jobs, bro, we all got to eat. Yep. You, 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 we all got to eat, bro. I got to eat. But there's a difference between eating some bunk-ass food that the fucking wig gives you or some badass food that you could get at fucking Super, right? Yeah. Rice and beans, brother, and some tortillas, man. So... How do we manipulate people to live a better life, bro? So it's through food, man. The Black Panthers did this shit back in the day. They built community through food, bro. True. So instead of, like, fighting... So politics. Let's talk about politics real quick because it's important right now. Yeah. Politics is all about how much we hate a certain policy, so we come together to hate that policy even more, bro. Mm-hmm. Right? Democrats, conservatives, all that bullshit. But when we talk about food, bro, even if you're rich or I'm rich, but we're eating at the same fucking table, bro, we're equal, dog. If you're eating the same burrito from... I mean, the same burrito from the same kitchen that my grandma cut. We're equal, dog. Doesn't matter where you come from. So that's we could build community out of that, man. And no politics, no like religious beliefs. It's just like we're eating food, talking about how we ate food back in the day, some bomb ass food. That's the fucking difference we see. We don't see here today, right? Right now we're talking about Black Lives Matter. Is that correct? The, yep. the, the yeah. police brutality. Yep. We've been having a couple of protests here and there, and it's all about how much we hate certain things. But we don't take enough time to like. How much we love certain things, you know? Like we don't talk about that enough, man. But if we could, imagine like how much better our society would be, bro. All I'm trying to do is change people's behavior through through food, so we could talk about those good things, man. And we can. Same thing we're doing today with a nice beer, bro. Mm. You know, I don't like Sierra Mist. They're not they're not that bad. <laughs> you know, the homo brought some over, but <laughs> when we talking about 805, it's like, oh, okay, 805, those are dope. It's not like there's just no beer, so same thing with food coming out. So yeah. a little bit of everything. Speak no, about I, that. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Eight oh five. Send some cash cheers. over, bro. And cheers to you guys watching. Uh, you guys have any topics, comments, or anything you guys want us to talk about? Put them down in the comments, and we'll look through them and uh, we'll we'll go over that stuff. And you know we'll touch anything. <clears throat> yes. We, yeah, right, we, we, yeah. We ain't afraid of that. We ain't afraid to do that. I mean, <laughs> no, but I completely agree, Oscarin. Like. Definitely to change your community, you, you got to get them involved in what best way than through food. I mean, I... Who doesn't like food? Yeah, who, who doesn't <laughs> like food, man? And, and you know, you you touched on another great topic, which is like, you know, equality. You sit in the table, you know, you share the meal, you know, you share the ambience, the experience, and even, you know, some conversation. So it's definitely a great, great, you know, example of, you know, getting the community together and, you know, you know, it's, it's storing some change in a way because, yeah, if if we could show what we love more than what we hate, man, the situation right now would be a whole lot different. Yes, sir. There's some fucked up shit out there. Don't get me wrong, man. Oh, yeah. What happened to Mr. Floyd should never happen, bro. And it's happening every single fucking day, man. And it's happening to African-American people. It's happening to Latinos out there. But it's also happening to people of, of different race, man. You know when people say blue lives matter, well, blue is not a fucking race, bro. It ain't no skin fucking color, dog. You know what I'm saying? So we, when people say blue lives matter, to me, they're saying, well, cops matter more than other people. I mean, yeah, they do matter because we need them when they steal my car. I got to call the popo, dog, because I, I want those motherfuckers to look for my car, right? 
But at the same time, when, when people say black lives matter, to me, they, they're talking about, you know what? We're tired of fucking, like, racism. Mm-hmm. We're tired of fucking social injustices, man. We're tired of the system fucking us over, bro. And that's what I see when people are fighting for Black Lives Matter, man. And we should continue doing it, bro, until we fucking corrupt the system and, and bring it to back to our favorite for ourselves, man. Because we want to be treated good, right? I'm a fucking taxpayer, brother. Treat me like one, bro. You know what I mean? That's... Yeah, plus, I mean, most of the cops, you know, they're they're part of the community in a way. You know, they, they, as soon as they take off the uniform, they have their kids out here in mm-hmm. the streets. They have Definitely. their wife, you know, buying groceries out here in the same stores. Like, I... I, I, in a way, I understand what they mean by blue lives, but there is no blue lives, as you said, yeah. man. That, that's that's a, that's a choice. That that's the choice that they took, you know, yeah. to you know provide yeah. for their family. So, as a community, I I kind of get it, but it's it's beyond that, dude. It's it's definitely about changing the structure of the system, and it's going beyond the job. It, yeah, it's mm-hmm. beyond the job, no doubt. Mm-hmm. That's but, what it is, profession. But <laughs> but I mean, uh, abuse comes in many different forms, dude. Yeah, like, definitely. I mean. It's not even just police abusing nah. sometimes, you know, like, like, you know, how Oscar was saying, like, bad shit is out there regardless. There's going to be always something you dislike. Like, females, dude, I completely understand females. Like, it just, just walking down the street, bro, you're already being harassed. You could already feel like six eyes just staring you down and getting you fucking undressed. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, it, it's, uh, I, I can only imagine how rough it is for a female, dude. Like, I don't know, bro. That shit's not cool. It ain't cool, brother. I mean, I have, uh, abuse, I'm a father, bro. Yeah, abuse in any type of level, that shit's, that shit's not cool. Well, at least that shit's never going to fly with me. Yeah, you know what? I'm a father of a beautiful 11-year-old girl, man, and uh, and she's growing up. And I, I can tell you, man, many times I go to gro- grocery shopping, bro, there's fools checking her my daughter out, man, some old-ass motherfuckers. And one thing I want to do is punch the fuck out of them, bro. Right? Yeah. But, but, I mean, how do you protect my, my little girl? How do you protect other little girls from out there? And then we have shit, like, on the news, like, fucking Epstein, whatever the fuck his name is, who mm-hmm. never killed himself. I'm pretty I'm sure he didn't, he didn't commit suicide, man. So, so to me, there's there's just so much out there, man, that we got to educate ourselves on because abuse comes in diff- different forms, bro. We're not even talking about that. We're also talking about, like, domestic violence abuse. Yep. Right? Harassment abuse. Well, how about abuse in the fucking workspace, bro? Or like other people are mistreating you, like your boss is mistreating you, or doesn't pay your fair wages, like all these farmers, bro. They're yeah. picking strawberries for what ten cents a fucking box or whatever. I mean, that's and, through the, and through the fucking pandemic, dude. No, yep. no type of help benefits. Like if they get sick, like who's gonna you know take take care of them and their fucking families? Like, yeah, abuse is just fuck, dude. That that's really what it's gonna come down to, and that's where we gotta hit, and that's where we gotta strike, and you know change the reform because. It's it's only gonna get crazier in this decade. I yeah. I could already see it. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, in regards to all that, man, I think cops should have some like more education and more training behind it. Like one thing I said before, like I think I said in the last episode too, was uh, that they don't have much training in regards to when it comes to, like dealing with mental illness, mm. you know, um, or you know, psychological, you know, training, you know, to make sure they're actually psychologically adept enough to be able to handle the stress of being a cop. Uh, I also read somewhere that they're saying that maybe we put too much stress on cops to deal with stuff. I'm not really sure how you guys feel I, about that. I, I I I feel the same way, dude. Sometimes you get all kinds of calls, dude. Like you, you don't ever know what the hell you're gonna step into as you know a police officer or what the situation is gonna be or how the people are gonna react. Like, and I totally agree, dude. I feel like there should be more training on how to 
adapt and how to understand what is exactly going on through that person's mind because mm-hmm. it's really mental dude uh, most people are under you know very high pressure you know circumstances when they make that call and it's just you just got to read and know how to fucking approach that scenario yeah yeah um dude i think also another thing is like uh like I, i'm not really exactly sure so it just might be me like mixing up my facts but uh, I don't really think cops n- have the need for a lot of, like, military weaponry like they do. You know, like, all the riot gear and all that stuff they have, It's it all comes from, like, military. Because we invest so much money into our defense system that, you know, they just have a bunch of toys out there hanging out. Uh, out in so the they U.S., just, yes. Yeah, so they just give them to, like, you know, police stations and shit. I mean, that's how you actually ended up, like, some fools getting their hands on toys like that, you know? Like, take back to rumors mm-hmm. from back in the days in Chicago. It's like, they say, like, in the days of, like, Freeway Rick, where, like, he said one of his associates would say, like, they would just pass by the train tracks and there'll be a crate full of those toys straight from China. Just lying right there. Like, the same way, like, bricks be laying right there in the corner during the protest time, mm-hmm. you know? Like, they didn't get out, like, you know, made it. They were put right there. Why? Like, too, over over too much of it in order? Like, pushing another agenda? Who can say, but shit is real like that. Like, yep. Yeah. It's a trip, man. It's a trip. Yeah. I know. I know. Definitely, I agree with Louis on the training part. You know, these these police officers, they go to what police academy for a few months. Yep. And then they believe that the shits, and then they believe that they fucking graded above the law in any kind of aspect. Like, there's no mental health training in that motherfucker. Yeah, nope. man. I, I went to some meeting the other day, bro, and they were talking about domestic violence and how we call the cops all the time. And it was and it was stunning because there was a police officer there there, and they were asking him questions. He's and he's like, bro, I'm not a doctor. Why are you calling me for advice on how to treat your family? How are you guys supposed to make each other out? I'm not a doctor. Call somebody who, like, gives a fuck about you guys, you know? This guy was, like, being on point, which is kind of true, though. I want to say, like, half of the calls they get are domestic violence cases, bro. You know? So, yeah, they need more training. But also, like, when they, they you know, when I see kids and they're getting arrested or they're acting out, it's a mental health aspect, bro. They're crying out for attention for some whatever matter. And the cops, instead of treating them as human beings, they treat them as just another fucking target to fucking shoot and eliminate from society because a white folk is feeling threatened by these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Which is, that's that's based on uneducation from the police department, which they don't know any better, bro. They act like they know our hood, but they live in Temecula, but they don't even live in Oceanside, bro. Yeah. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I've seen some other thing, like some article was also saying that, um, that they should implement the... Uh, the cops should be living like in the communities that they're going to be serving, so they get an idea and kind of like a get to know. They should. Yeah, a hundred percent on that, Louis. Fuck yeah, dude. You know you should be knowing that like, Doña Mari, Doña Josefina, Doña Yolanda. <laughs> you should be knowing every motherfucking mom in the neighborhood, dog. Yeah, that's yeah. how you make progress, homie. Because then you, a cop could go up to the Doña Mari and be like, "Hey, how's your son doing today? What does he need from me today? I'm here to protect and serve. I'm not here to eliminate. I'm here to protect and serve, man." Because even, even if you arrest a fool and he goes to jail, they're going to come back out twice as stronger because their prison is fucking gangsterhood, right? Mm-hmm. Gangster fucking uh, college, right? Yep. They come back out and they're twice as buff. That's why we got yeah. the word institutionalized, <laughs> they're, right? They're tatted up like three times yeah, as much. Yeah, so it's they supposed to be a rehabilitation center, but it's not. It's a <laughs> recruiting center. <laughs> rehabilitation <laughs> Hey, the first time they don't come back rehabilitated. The but first time, uh, it's a money maker, man. <laughs> but for sure, more more training, dude. No doubt. I mean, I I feel like. Once you put on the uniform, that's like it's almost like a tradesman, like you know, like a carpenter or you know, a plumber. Like, you know, they they do all this research and they they spend all this time knowing these certain aspects of the trade so that they could pursue it, you know, the best mm-hmm. of the cap- their abilities. 
And I feel it should be the same with police. They should go to an academy for not fucking three months or six months, whatever the case usually is, but, you know, extend it to like a two-year program where, yeah. you know, they could get classes and be like, okay, you know. You yeah, gotta, take some classes with ethics. Go to college first or something. Some yeah. philosophy, yeah. Almost like how an agent, <laughs> I guess, would be approached. Get a fucking bachelor's degree or something, man. Yeah, man, smoke some weed every now and then, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right? Dude, I'm telling you, man, if cops could smoke some weed, dude, I think everything would be a little bit more calmer, bro. I think so, bro. too. I think so, too, man. <laughs> Um, so let me go through some comments because we already have some comments on this For thing. Sure. Uh, Corey Bergman says, "What's up? What up, dude? What up?" Uh, Juan Osano <laughs> says, "Qué uh, onda, perrillos? What up, dude? <laughs> he was he was just here on Friday. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, they finally uh, unblocked his ass from. <laughs> yeah. I guess we finally made a point. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. So the homie got blocked uh, from commenting because he said, uh, "Qué pedo, jotos?" <laughs> and, and you know, and like to us, that doesn't really—it's nothing, right, you know. Right. Cause uh, you know, like, dude, you, guys like to shoot the shit. Mexican guys is like twice as much. <laughs> I, I, I guess he got he got blocked for that shit. But uh, uh, Young Ju Kim, I uh, hopefully I said that right. I said OPD has no tolerance in regards to abuse or brutality. Uh, I, I agree. I think OPD is probably one of the like the better police departments out there, at least that I've seen. Uh, he also said, once you reform, you will have no officer wanting to work because they will have no forms to protect themselves. They are ready to lay down their lives for us citizens. What do you guys think about that? And then we get new ones. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's like some more, man. It's, like, it's like military. You got to volunteer, you know. Like, and it's <laughs> mostly been like like family history orientated. You know, it's like generations and like where you mm-hmm. become a cop or part of a law enforcement. Same yeah. with Marines, you know. Yep. It's like yep. You, sometimes you get like or firemen, you know. Yeah. It's like Godfather in type of status, yeah. you know. And that's where sometimes the issues will get brung up, too, because then there will be their own agenda from their own moral yeah, issues yeah, they, that they, they get brought up into, you know. And that's yep. where we get lead into. So it'll be basically cleaning up house at one point. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, and then Juan Osano says, warning, some content here may not be for fragilized or years. Thanks, dude. Thanks for putting the <laughs> caption for us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, he knows from experience, bro. <laughs> Nah, but but yeah, man. There's like so many ways this could be approached to, uh, you know, to have more of a unity between cops and normal citizens out there. Yeah, you know. So it's uh, it's. Yeah, oh, dude. I mean, this <laughs> this movement, man, it's it's definitely bigger than what it seems at the surface, dude. It's yeah. it's it's just about years and years of wrongdoing and you know basically corruption of yeah. the system. So and I'm, I'm glad it's yeah. happening. Yeah, and it's also yep. it's a worldwide event. Like we yep. said, it's not it's not just here in the United States. Nope. It's going down to Mexico, you know, with the with the cases we talked about uh last episode. Uh I think like during this weekend in, in the United Kingdom they tore down a statue from some slave owner and they threw it down the river. Dope. Yep. Yeah, so it's <laughs> Japanese protesting, you know. Yeah, Japanese are protesting, looking like Mexicans because they like the Chicano culture out there. You see that? <laughs> they got to that greaser look too, right? You yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like a mixture of like cholo with greaser. Uh, <laughs> great look, but yeah, great look. Yeah, um, shit. What was it? Fuck. It, there I was think Los else. Angeles defunded a bunch of money from the police. I think yeah. that's what I saw in the news. Yeah. The oh, day, speaking right? about that, apparently uh, Minneapolis is about to like get rid of like their whole police. Dismantle whole the dismantle their whole police system. Damn. Wow. So uh, I'm not really sure. I'm actually about to look that up, see if I can find some more info on that. But I just heard that, and uh, that, that's crazy, man. That's Talk about reinstituting yeah. a safety inti- institution. Yeah, I'm, some, I'm with Louis, dude. Like I feel that. like the you know the police should definitely be demilitarized because they mm-hmm. do act in the yeah. military agenda, man. I mean, because I I see it uh, across seas, you know, in different countries. Because you know, I I do like to do global research. 
But, I mean, the UK, they don't really carry guns, dude. No. Because like, they get trained in arms, like, basically hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. So, they, it doesn't get to that point. Yeah. Like, I, even, like, out in Switzerland, they, they don't fucking really have guns. Because, like, if you, you fight out in the street, you, your ass is going to go to jail and fucking yeah. stay there for two fucking weeks. Like, you know, it's just the way that you approach crime is really what has to change. Yeah. All right. So, according to The Guardian... Uh, nine members of Minneapolis City Council have vowed to dismantle the city's police department, which is responsible for the death of George Floyd, and replace it with a new community-based system of public safety. Uh, Jacob Frey, the Minneapolis mayor, uh, demurred when asked if he would abolish the police department, but the nine city council votes will be enough to override his veto. Uh, Efforts to reform the police have not been sufficient, uh, said Lisa Bender, the Minneapolis City Council president. So I'm trying to figure out what that's actually going to be. Um, I'm just like skimming over all this stuff right now. It's all the filler. They just need to stop being dicks about shit, man. Just See, stop it. Just but I, you don't got to do it. Yeah, you know but I mean? think it's also like humans as in our nature. We're assholes. Yeah, we are. We're assholes. Like, <laughs> like I, I don't know about assholes. But definitely, <laughs> you know, everybody wants to be dominant, and exactly. there is some arrogance involved. It's like, um, well, what did that and comedian? We're pretty self-destructive. Yeah, what did that comedian Louis C.K. say? Uh, he, he had like the super dope skill set, of course, but maybe, and he said, of course, slavery was bad, but maybe humans are our best. We don't give a shit about particular people. Mm. You know, like look at the like the pyramids. They were all constructed by Jewish slaves. Mm. You know what happened with all the railroads in USA when we put Irish and, mm. and you know Chinese immigrants to do that shit so i think that's where humans get our power from from just being assholes from being dicks as fucked up as it is we're, we're the bad guys well we're the only race out here right i mean what else who are we fighting I mean, aliens bas- like basically like, like who are we fighting mars like yeah we're killing animals i think we're, I think we're bored bro we're yeah. bored <laughs> in, we're in the world we, we need some fucking violence like, we're, we're warning people we're <laughs> warring race yeah we would be like the Saiyans, just not as cool. I think that's why we hate Canada so much, because they're just chill <laughs> fucking people out there. They get a bunch of free shit, man. Right? Fuck the Canadians. They don't ever do anything to fuck them. <laughs> I hate those motherfuckers. Why? I don't know. I just hate them. Just... Oh, you hate them, eh? I, I, yeah. You mean, what are you, you talking mean, about? You mean I could get this much pharmaceuticals for cheap and not, not get right? harassed? Well, fuck free you, asshole. Oh, yeah, what? Okay. <laughs> yes, I want it, but still. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and I mean, there's also, there's also the... Um, that experiment that happened in Stanford, the Stanford prison experiment, yeah, which is uh, basically they did two different groups and they made one be the pri- like the prisoners and they made one be the cop. And uh, sooner or later, they realized that the ones that had the power ended up abusing it. And the guy that was doing the study actually saw himself as a warden and he started getting corrupted by it until, the, so, you know, they had to intervene and be like, call yeah. this shit off because it's getting too bad. Mm. So that's why I think it's also, you know, just humans being assholes, man. It's, you know, like we look so much to see how we're different. Like it's, it's it's gonna be hard, man. It's gonna be it's it's not gonna be easy to to change all that, just like that, you know. But honestly, I'm kind of proud of the way this newer generation is standing up to this shit. I'm glad there's cameras out there. Yeah, <laughs> whoever invented the fucking camera, Doug. I mean, good for you. <laughs> Kudos, man. Wherever you're at, man. Because if it wasn't for cameras, a lot of this shit would be gone unnoticed, right? Who said it? Will Smith said it. We don't have more racism. We just are recording it now. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's just fucking true right now, man. We have cameras. We have social media platforms, which is empowering. But it's also kind of like it shows some mistruthfulness in there. I mean, one-sided lob in many cases. These are, I mean, at least for me, I like to be like put two different perspectives together to really make a, a, like an educated opinion on something, bro. Black life matters. They fucking matter, dog. 
If there's some bullshit out there happening with black people, fuck yeah, there is, man. And it should stop right now. Mm-hmm. It should stop right now. But it takes two sides to make this shit work. And we're just over here fucking everything up, destroying everything. We're never going to get anywhere. Nope. Right? Stealing a fucking TV is not going to help us in any kind of fucking case. But it got their attention, though. But it got people's attention, I brother. Mean, I mean, it, gets at- people, it gets people saying, you know what? Let's fucking stop what we're doing. This shit matters to people. If we stop, then they will stop. That's how that fucking works, bro. And that's how we're so fucking outraged. Mm-hmm. Outraged because it keeps on happening, man. Yep. True. It keeps on happening. But we also need to be educated about this, man. And also, you know what? History, it's on our side because it's been since fucking decades these motherfuckers been mistreating us, bro. Back since the day, man. Slavery. Right? The whole, the whole thing with immigration happening back in the 60s, 70s, even to now. Fucking Donald Trump never built a wall, right? Did he? Kind of? Sort of? I know he pulled the fence aside his fucking house and the White House because he's so fucking afraid of his own people. Well, well man. he kind of started remodeling the border. I mean, I've been a witness. You know, I think at this point, Mexico started TG building the wall. Started remodeling. Remodeling. <laughs> remodeling. I like that. They're like, yeah. we don't want to deal with you guys and shit. We'll build the wall, bro. <laughs> and I guess that's one thing he got right. He said Mexico was going to pay for the wall. But, but I, th- <laughs> I think what Donald Trump kind of brought into this, at least my society, is that it got... <laughs> It got undocumented people to stand up and say, you know what, fuck this. I got to go do Mm -hmm. something about it. I think before when Obama was around, everybody was kind of cool about things. I think now people are kind of being more mad about it because there's a white person kind of taking our rights away. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I I just, I I don't know, man. I I think. I mean, it's been an issue with every president. I agree with Louie. I think people should smoke more weed. It's been an issue (laughs) for decades now, man. And, you know, it was kind of set at the turn of the century. Uh, that you know, the what is it? Fuck, dude, I kind of slipped my mind right now. But uh, it's something about the revolution is gonna be televised, which it basically fucking is yeah, with everybody having so. yep. a phone with you know the media bursting out all kinds of fucking different out- mm-hmm. outlets of information. Is like it really is being televised, dude. And and fuck, it might even. Tie in with some of these conspiracy theories, guys. That you know they feel like aliens are just watching what the fuck we do right now and just mm-hmm. laughing. Yeah. Uh, All right. So, so going back to uh, <laughs> to the, the dismantling the police department in, in Minneapolis, uh, they're saying for the short term there will still be a police department until they like figure it out. But they said that most nine one one calls are related to medical emergencies and mental health problem problems, which will prioritize in, fi- in funding. Uh, so this probably means that. Uh, uh, they would be diverting police funding to treatment services such as mental health counselors and drug addiction experts, while a smaller police force may remain, but that way they won't have as much to deal with, which uh, it's, which is exactly what you, we were talking about. Um, and so far, they don't have like a good idea of what it could be, but they say that... Um, Mind if I sag one of those now? Say it would instead involve radical... Uh, where police budgets are slashed and money diverted to address poverty, mental health, and addiction problems. So that's a, uh, let's see, say criminal justice experts point out that police across the U.S. are currently required to handle situations they are ill-trained to deal with, such as moving on homeless people, domestic verbal disputes, child disciplinary problems in school, which often results in violent and sometimes daily confrontations. Hey, uh, JT, since you're right here, do you want to chip in real quick on anything? Um, Yeah, come on. I I see that you're right. He's like, Maybe. (laughs) No, okay. <laughs> you know what? Real quick, Louie, I think there's a lot of shit in there that I don't I don't agree with, bro. I'm going to tell you why real quick. We live in luxury, bro, right? We live in America. We live in luxury, bro. Let's just get that straight. Oh, yeah. But because we act out in a certain Ooh. manner and it doesn't, like, fit in, in our society model mm-hmm. of, like, this is how we should live life, doesn't mean we're crazy, bro. 
It doesn't we need we need mental health, man. It just means that I was fucking pissed off that one day for whatever reason. And just because right. someone doesn't like it doesn't need to call the cops on me, bro. Right. So a lot of that shit in there, it's true. A lot of people are, do have this mental anger issues, but they're angry because society's fucking us over, bro. Yep. We don't have work. We're not getting paid enough. Our rent's going up. We can't pay our bills. So, I'm, of course, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, and most <laughs> of this actually just affects minorities. <laughs> it's exactly, because we're underserved. We're underprivileged, bro. So if even you're, even people who are fucking hella rich, bro, are yeah. always getting fucking mad. But they're doing it behind their fucking mansions. So no one's calling the cops on them, mm-hmm. right? But because yeah. we live in luxury in society this way, because we act out outside of that fucking line, all of a sudden we're criminals, bro. So there's a lot of shit in there that I don't agree with, man. Right. That all makes right. hella sense, bro. But, yo, there you go, bro. <laughs> He's like, JP, I just want to... <laughs> in some cases, it'd be like I just shaved my head one day and now I'm a suspect. <laughs> You look like a suspect, bro. True story, though. <laughs> With hair on your head. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm a modern-day citizen to somebody else. <laughs> that's, every, that's everybody, though, to be honest. <laughs> JT? What, uh, well, I mean, you guys have been hitting the points. You've been definitely hitting the points. And you're right about like the undocumented people, like you know, stepping up. I feel like before when, uh, when there were those protests going on, when uh, the blacks joined the Mexicans, but there wasn't really like a lot of Mexicans. It's because a lot of us, were, or a lot of us, you know, Latinos, Hispanics, are undocumented, so they're scared to go out, you know. But but now is the chance, cause like you know, it's too many. They can't stop all of us, so it's like. I just say like ima- ima- I imagine like how how it would be if they really came out you know then it would be really like really cool but some of us are coming out and and doing it for them you know what I'm saying trying to yeah like um I guess I don't know like put it down or something step up see talking about that actually like there was a few days ago where I went to a protest and I didn't really like like the fact that I mean of the certain I mean, I liked everything, you know, like it's how it's peaceful and the man running it. I forget his name, but he's definitely down here in Oceanside. It was just one, one for a moment, like you know, all I said was a simple d- disagreement on something, and all of a sudden he just blows up and starts saying like false, you know, stuff like oh you're promoting violence this and that, but it's not even true. It was just like the end of the day, uh, the whole deal. It's Black Lives Matter. It's the protest. It's the mm-hmm. movement, but. It, it's even I mean that's the movement but it's beyond that you know it's it's police brutality and and they're like immunity to the law and that needs to be like stripped away from them at least in my point of view because like how you guys saying like they be doing all this you know unnecessary shit and that just goes for the law in general and not just necessarily goes to the police like there's anybody that's got some kind of authority with the law they feel like they're above the law and that's not fair it's like you know like everybody should be having the same like if they they shouldn't they shouldn't punch you for no reason i mean you're gonna do your job do your job it's a job you know what i'm saying it's not like you're like went fucking school and got your mat i mean if you did and cool but still it's a fucking job like you know mm-hmm. but so i was telling them all i said was like yeah they're, they're following us they're closing down streets but at the end of the day they're still they're doing that because they want them they're keeping us controlled they're keeping us caged, you know, they're boxing us in, they keep us boxed in. Yeah, that's awesome that they're working with us. And it's awesome that they kneel with us, you know? It's here in Oceanside, it's awesome. But it's not like that in other places. In other places, 
like why are we even marching here today you know that just goes for example it's like we're here marching and doesn't have to get violent but if they like started and well, I don't know you know what I'm saying it's just kind of getting a little like it was getting a little weird that day but that just kind of like something that reminded me of what you guys were saying right now yeah but at the end of the day it's like I've been I mean like we've all been watching the news and this shit is actually like turning into something like fucking legit cause like all of these like Luis was saying the Minneapolis stuff going like dismantling the po- police system and like even fucking like governors coming out and walking with them police walking with us Military, National Guards have been deployed, uh, declining to even do anything, you know, even posting videos and shit. That's fucking dope, bro. Like, they, he, he, I mean, at the end of the day, these National Guards are, are our family, too. Like, they're, we got cousins and uncles or friends that got cousins and uncles and parents and brothers and sisters that are in the service. They, like, you know, they, they go. You know, at the end of the day, this is bigger than that. And I'm looking forward for, for this shit to keep on going. Cause I know like there is gonna be change, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe the the people, maybe there might be like some kind of like war or some some shit that's gonna go down. Cause I mean it's coming anyway. It's got to, you know, it's, it's got to. But the the outcome is gonna be like great. It's like that saying, it's like the weak people are getting strong and the stronger are weak. You know what I'm mm. saying? So so now, the time is now. I feel yeah. for all of us. Yep. You know, I, I agree with you, JT. I think why people are scared of us. I'm going to tell you why, bro. If you put everything in perspective, JT, that uh, Latinos, brown people, black people, we're majority across the world, bro. There's more of us than more white people, brother. Just put it in that way, man. If, if everybody in the world will have a fucking sense of, like, uprising, imagine billions of people going against a small pocket of white people, which is the Western European and United States, bro. Everything else is black or brown, bro. Think about that. Or Asian. Yeah. Chinese people hate us, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If we, all, if we all just make a fucking a gangster group of, like, you know, pissed off people in the world, we'll, we'll eliminate white people. And I think that's why they're afraid of us, bro. And they want to use the power against us. That's why the United States has, like, 300 fucking bases across the world for self-protection of, mm-hmm. of uprising, brother. Because they know we're fucking majority yeah. people, dog. And we got the fucking skills to fucking outdo these motherfuckers. Other than that, they, they're white people. I mean, I'm not saying all white people. Okay, don't quote me on that. Because there's a couple of white hyenas yeah. that I talked to. They're, they're cool. <laughs> but, no, I, met, I met some badass yeah. motherfuckers that were like Caucasians too, you know, that some shit like a, that like were a, down. It's a world in prison. Are it's down. It's like a natural prison. It's like a more free prison, but we're still in prison. There's a reason why he's a, our president is a free, uh, the, the leader of free world, bro. <laughs> That's what they call the leaders of free world. I mean, yeah. just put that in perspective That's right true. there, man. <laughs> I mean, but I think it's uh, a little beyond race. You know, it's it's not. Oh, it's going beyond it's, that. It's not white against color or anything like that. I honestly, it's I believe it's just it's just the system. Dude. The system is fucked. We all know this. We all been knowing this, but there hasn't been a better time than now to like fully express it. Yeah. And I was actually thinking about this earlier today, dude. Like, what? Like how much power and what really is world domination? Because that's what everybody's mm. fighting for, dude. And to me, world domination that means that you control all fucking resources. Like, forget the money. Money's at this point that's an idea. irrelevant. It's like whatever you. But it's the resources, dude. Into. Just controlling all those amount of resources throughout the whole globe. You know, country by country. Like, and that's where I, I completely fully agree. A- align with you guys, where you know. The U.S. has all these bases just because, you know, they're afraid they're going to 
you know, have some retaliation and lose track of all those resources. Because, I mean, that's that's the main reason why we fucking went to war back in the early 2000s because, you know, the oil, bro. The mm-hmm. fucking, it's, it's out in, you know, uh, out, out in the fucking Middle East. The US it really ran, is. The U.S. ran out. You know what they did? Started a coop, got it, got their shit, in, got their nose in it. it, it well, it's not that the U.S. was running <laughs> out, but it's just like the the way that you know the market was being you know arranged and the cost of importation and all that shit. So it's like uh, it's just global domination. It it really is just beyond the political agenda. It's it's really about controlling the resources and you know manipulating those resources through the people and their consumption. Like, it's fucking nutty. On point, dog. I mean, back in the day, UK dominated a bunch of land. Yep. They took over uh, India at some point. Yep. And then Gandhi Gandhi did a march and protest. He walked, so, like, hundreds of miles from his hood to the to the oceans of the, the coastline of uh, India with a bunch of people just to produce sand. Because back in the day, it was illegal to produce their own salt, I mean, to produce salt. And the UK was like... No, nah, no, nah, Gandhi, you can't do salt. You know, we, we control the salt. Yeah. Gandhi's like, no, fuck that. I'm going to walk over there and make my salt my own and bring it back to my hood because <laughs> this is our natural resource, not yours, UK. You're damn right I want some of that Himalayan yeah. pink salt. <laughs> and that's how it started, bro. So and, you're, you're on point, brother. And, and that, that's why, you know, that, that's how it's been going on centuries, centuries, for centuries, before Christ, before time, before any structure. Like, it's really about dominating the resources and dominating the uh, the agenda on the people man because i mean it it really goes just beyond what we see on the surface man it's mm-hmm. it's definitely a movement and i like the steam that it's getting but it's it's gonna it's gonna reach a different point like how jt was mentioned i i, I see this coming like we're we're about 15 years away on going on a civil war mm. like without a fucking question so if you guys mm. don't have guns i recommend you get a fucking gun i mean uh uh, I'm not pro-violence, but you got to be prepared and you got to be safe. Guns are going up the roof, man. Gun sales, they're going off the roof, man. Yeah, man, I just invested some stock in Smith & Wesson through Barber Hood app. <laughs> Good shit. <laughs> <laughs> I just invested in some Zoom shit. Everybody's doing Zoom, bro. I'm trying to get that money, brother, with education being on soup platforms these days, but... <laughs> no, but you're right. You know, there's a gun store down the street on Coast. Uh, no, it's at Osa Boulevard. Yeah, and that, I went to get some. Yeah, yeah, I went to get some uh, sushi the other day. There was like 20 people outside standing. Oh yeah, like, bro. There's a line. Yeah, that's bro. on a daily basis. That's what I'm thinking. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? I went for sushi and I stayed for the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> I went trying to get like my shrimp noodles, and I see these motherfuckers just trying to get the bullets straight for their shotties or for their rifles. You know. Yeah. <laughs> just want to throw it out there. There was just white people outside. Just want to throw it out there. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just, I'm sorry, just want to throw it out there right now. <laughs> I will hey, check. Yeah. Any comments out there? In the, yeah, in there, the there, there's actually there's actually comments. Uh, uh, Young Ju Kim uh, said uh, they are taking tasers away from the OPD. What is your guys' opinion on that? I'm against it. Slowly, they will be taking self protection equipment from the officers, which makes them vulnerable. How will they deal with a situation when there are school shooting, drug related cartel issues, and terrorism? When you say we need to demilitarize, demilitarize the police. Well, uh, my approach to that is like, it's kind of like a job. Oh, shit. I don't know what the hell. There you go. Sorry. It's yeah, kind of no like a job, you know. You, uh, and uh, let's put it easier. On a warehouse. On a warehouse, is an assembly line, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody is in charge of a certain p- 
particular you right. know function of that that production line. So it would be the same for the police. You know, you have your on foot or street patrol that you know they don't care if the situation escalates and they can call for backup. And you know, you got motherfuckers out here with some guns, like. Similar situation, kind of like with the canine unit. Like, mm-hmm. nobody, not all the fucking cops have a canine with them. But if the situation escalates enough, they will bring a canine unit to your fucking place and, you know, handle shit a different way. So that's how I see it when it comes to demilitarizing, at least on the first tier. You know, you, you would want to break it down by tiers. Like, okay, tier one all the way up to tier fucking 17, whatever the worst case scenario is. Yeah, yeah, almost, I guess, in the Grand Theft Auto <laughs> aspect of the star system. No, Yeah, I, I, you know what? Someone has to invent some new technology of, like, equipment for these motherfuckers. Like, I've seen a lot of movies, and I know they have some cool tools where, like, you press a button, and then a, a net comes out and tackles their feet, and they start running. Some shit got to be out yeah. there, right? Something yeah, see, different. that'd be dope. You know what I mean? Just, so like, like, just yeah. throw, like, a little net at them. Right, I see some 007. <laughs> I mean, that guy, right? If Batman could do it, I'm sure we could do it, brother. Un pinche lasso like my tío. Right. Or how about just shoot him in the legs instead of shoot him in the chest, man? Exactly. Like, right. Just shoot him in the ankles, bro. Oh, do something. I mean, at least make him stop running. I, there's he's no not going to die. He's like, like, <laughs> there's no reason to kill he's, people. He's called, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and talking about like terrorism, terrorism only happens when a certain group actually believes in a government institution that um, goes against like what they believe in or type of suppression. Well, ter- so with the I, whole I think, form, think, like yeah. a reformation, you know? I like think terrorism... Pro- that's a whole different type of subject right there. I, I, yeah. I don't know. To me, I think terrorism yeah. is a whole different thing outside of police department. That's like that's like military or FBI, CIA yeah. style shit. That's like a whole different level. But I, I, personally, I, I kind of consider a terrorist group almost like a cult, you know, because it's like it's Definitely. only a pact of individuals that share the same idea. and They're like, fuck it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's how cults are, too. You know, they, they yeah. kind of make a little money here and there and they drink the Kool-Aid and they're like, fuck it. Let's go. Let's go see. Whoever the fuck we believe in. Right. Right. Um, yeah, and then if we, we go down the past the history, like some terrorism cell groups, like foundations were built on like behind the curtains where your own government will give them the guns. Yeah. And then they'll go ahead and turn around with the knowledge that they have. And then Wait, are you talking shit. about the CIA in Colombia right now? I ain't bringing up nothing about that. I'm also saying in general, too, yeah. it could happen in any type of government, to be honest. It yeah. just depends where you study. Yep. Uh, he also says, I don't think defunding is not a good idea, especially when majority of officers are ready to lay down their lives, ready to help who are in need. What do you guys think about that shit? I think we already talked about this, dude. I, I, I feel like the police definitely are a big part of the community, and we understand that. Do we understand it on a person-to-person level? Yeah. Which, that's the same way that they should approach it, you know, on a person-to-person level when it comes to, you know, a call. Like, no matter what, you're dealing with people. It's not like you're fucking... I hear dealing with a monster, like shit. If it's a monster, I'm gonna shoot that motherfucker down. But like, mm-hmm. I, I, I yet haven't seen a monster out here in Oceanside. Yeah, I don't know about you guys. No, I, yeah, I think I think that guy's mindset. Just my dick. Uh, <laughs> I think I think I think people think like that, bro. Think that we are here just to kill each other, bro. Like we're every single criminals out here with a gun trying to blast each other or whatever. Nah, yeah, this I ain't th- the wild west I no think, more. I think I think that mindset needs to get out of here. It's like saying that. Well, why are we defunding? 
uh, teachers or hospitals when they save lives as well. Right. Why are we taking money from hospitals? Why are we shutting down mental health institutions when they're saving lives as well? Mm-hmm. Why are we not investing on more teachers, quality teachers, so we could educate our society better? Right. I mean, just that because we're protecting lives, this, we're not killing everybody. Nobody's dying here on a daily basis here. Yeah, there are people dying, bro. That is just a fact. But there's people dying from DUIs every single motherfucking day, bro. And we're not closing down the bars. Right. We should, though. But once we should, like we did, then we have to go fucking. Oh, you, you come over here and get some sanitizer and some, and some to go margaritas. Like that's how much we care about society. Yeah. But yeah, we try to best believe. Yeah, best believe those people were fucking drinking on the way home. And that's and (laughs) even like in those. And now they have a styrofoam cup to hide that shit. (laughs) There's some police members who are murderers. They kill people because they fucking want to kill. They like to pull that trigger, bro. That's just a fucking fact, brother. Yeah. That's just a fucking fact. Whatever they woke up that day thinking that I'm gonna go kill somebody because I feel like it. I don't know how they think, bro. But because they pulled that trigger or that guy's standing, that guy's uh, kneeing on that guy's neck, Mr. Floyd, that guy intended to fucking cause some major harm in that dude. That's what we want to stop, brother. That's what we want to stop. Yep. Yep. I agree with that. Uh, Let's see what else there is. Uh, Juan Lozano says, I think we forget the real history of America often. Bros, this is a stolen land built by stolen human lives. That is just the true story of America. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to like say that there isn't like some violent shit going on when the country's built on violence. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm going to take it a little bit back into history right now because history does repeat itself. And colonization, that's something that started since the beginning of mankind. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, somebody's going to get filled with the power and, you know, want to build some shit and start abusing people so they can get it done. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, fuck it. It happened here to, you know, the natives. Shit. They got their shit stolen. They got abused. And they told them, hey. Build me this shit. I want it to look this way. Fuck your fucking TP. Yep. It's like it goes down to the whole Darwinism theory, you know? Like survival of the fittest and also adapting. Yep. In which that's where we get it, new civilizations. It's sadly true, dude. It's, it's the... it's That's just human fucking history, really, right there. Yeah, survival of the fittest. <laughs> humans are assholes. We get back to that, huh? Humans are assholes. <laughs> I mean... I'm about to hashtag that shit. Humans the, are assholes. It's the truth, man. Everybody gets drunk in... Drunken in power, like no matter what, power's intoxicating. It, it really is, dude. Yeah, it yeah, really that's, is. That's facts. Yeah. And, and and that's why, you know, with all that funding stuff that we were talking about, that's why because of the power, you know, we defund teachers, but we put it into the military mm-hmm. instead of grabbing, you know, the military money and putting it into like homeless shelters, shit like that. They could actually benefit people and you know have less reoccurring crime because people lack you know resources and that's really what it is dude there's crime because people lack certain resources to make them fucking commit unlawful things just so that they could you know make a living and i mean shit the government's already doing illegally you know taking care of resources and Mm -hmm. shit so why is it so different when a single man is trying to do it for himself because they're considered an official that's what we're trying to get to the point of. You know, you get put in power, then you're entrusted to follow the policies all the way through, like you tell us to be a modern-day citizen. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why we're pissed. <laughs> yep. All right, Eric Carrillo says, yo digo, fuck the system, a la verga. I agree. Get chance of madre, la América también. Hey, hold on. La América está chido, no mames. Puto! <laughs> This is why we're not allowed back in the stadiums. 
man. You know what? <laughs> Fuck the system, man, for sure. Pero viva la América, no sean culeros. No, you know what? So, uh, you know, on, on the system part, brother, we need the system to work, and it's meant to work, bro. If you kill somebody, if they kill one of your relatives, brother, I'm hoping that guy gets arrested and put the rest of his life in a cage, dog. So that's part of the system, bro. So we need that to work. Let's just get that straight, brother. But the system is super prejudiced. It's super biased against us, Mm -hmm. right? It's super unfair. Mm -hmm. And that's just a fact. And that's what we're trying to change. So when we say fuck the system, for sure I'm with it, bro. But we need the system to be there for us to have a better society. I just want to make that clear. It's just the fact that it, the system fucking states us. It just needs a revamp. Yeah. And, and it, it, it needs a cleanse. It's because it starts in the community, dude, at the local community. Yeah, we see it from the fucking 25th floor or whatever, you know, where it's like you're so high up there that, you know, you're like, oh, I don't need to go to the first floor. I can see it from here. I know what mm, the fuck you're doing. Uh, no, man, it has to really start at the floor level, the community. And that's where change is really going to happen and take a turn. Uh, getting the community rallied up, you know, as the protest, that shows something. But it, it's going to come down to, like, that motherfucker that's sitting up on the 25th floor not giving a fuck. Mm-hmm. We got to hit that guy. Mm. You, you know what they should do? I think they should do, like, you know how Mexico has, has like, that service where they have to do, like, the military for a bit? They should do that with, like, police officers. Mm. Like, everybody's got to do, like, six months or something as a police officer. Mm. Something similar to that. Even with, like, presidency, just, like, randomly selected dude, like, hey... You're the president for six months. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> no, but, yeah, uh, I, I think that comes from like, have you guys ever worked a job, maybe a warehousing job or any type of job where your training, your first month of training becomes you have to work every single position to know what's actually happening in the company. Actually, that's pretty smart. Because yeah. then you get a sense of like value what that your coworker does, mm-hmm. what the boss does, what the other stuff. Like you get yep. a sense of like what's happening. It makes it a more well-oiled system because you can like switch spots with that person. Yeah, and, and then there's yeah. no like, like gray area like well what does he do why does he gets paid more than i do or like what's why is that here what's that there mm-hmm. i think you're right i think there's got to be some more and that brings perspective to the uh, to the conversation where why well, know what you do and i pre- appreciate what you do in this case police officers i gotta go back to like what we, we need them we need some type of authority to manage the negative part of our society bro because there's some fucked up people out there you just like to be criminals brother and it doesn't have to be race there's some white people that have done some fucked up shit, and it's and it's and it's out there. We all know about it, bro. So we need we need we need some authority to go after those guys and say, hey, you know what, you did wrong. I need you in a cage for the next hundred years. So we need that. So that's part of the system. But yeah, we need to, we need the system to be like, hey, dude, you know what, dude, you you stole the snicker. You must be hungry. Let me give you some more uh, resources yeah. so you have to steal more. Instead of giving that guy a strike for fucking stealing a sneaker bar. Going to prison for the next 20, 40 years because this fucker, fucker up in 25th floor is saying, you know what? I don't like this black fool or this brown fool. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. we need some change. Motherfucker took the sneakers I wanted. That was the last sneakers with almonds. Reminds me of that one movie, Three Strikes. You ever seen that movie? Back no. in the 90s? No? no. Like down the news. It's like back when LA like started doing the whole Three Strikes law barely. Then on that, in that scene, they start that play on about... Um, a guy stealing a pizza slice, and it was his third strike. Mm. So he gets life for stealing, 25 life for stealing a pizza slice. The guy coming out on parole, he's like, God damn. <laughs> yeah. He's just I, I, shitting bricks. And see, <laughs> now that you talk about the three-strike system that we have here in California, I feel like this is the state where we're going to see the most change. And I feel like that three-strike thing, we've, I think we pulled it on the ballot like a couple years ago. And it's definitely going to go away, dude, because – 
like how do you compare like you said just doing you know a small theft of stealing fuck it a, a pack of gum and then you're gonna get a strike right away and that show just puts you in the camp forever like it 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 is gonna change, man. Why did you steal that shit? Cause I have two strikes and I can't find a job. Mm, damn right. There's it, an underlying issue to it. And yeah, that, and that's another part. That's of, why I love working in restaurants. That's another part of the mm-hmm. issue, dude. Like now, see when we incarcerate people, uh, when they come out, dude, they kind of go back into the same routine because it's hard, dude. It's it's hard mm-hmm. to try to get a job and it's like, oh, you're a criminal. Fuck. I'm sorry, I can't mm-hmm. give you a job. Like, it's it's really rough, dude, and that's why they resort to, you know, going back to what it know, you know, getting that cash money, but, you know, their, their uh, I guess, uh, danger level just goes, it goes up, dude, you know, like, they're, they're at risk, they're risking themselves, you know, to going back to prison, they're risking, you know, their neighbor just because they're doing unlawful things just because they want to get by, dude, like, there, there has to be some type of change where we could accommodate people coming back from their detention time and you know making sure that they're well off into being a productive member of society again mm-hmm. like it really comes down to the community man fuck that motherfucker in the 25th floor <laughs> <laughs> i agree <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get back to uh, reading some of these comments uh uh even ju kim thank you by the way for posting all these comments bro yeah, we appreciate real. it uh, to all you guys uh, it is a system that is corrupt. It's the corruption of individuals' hearts. If you failed your class, is it, is it the system that is corrupt? No. If you are overweight, is it the food system that is corrupt? No. It's it's you who choose the corruption. Anyone can point fingers, but never themselves. Mm. And and yeah, I agree. That's that's what that's why I put the hashtag. Humans are assholes. Um, we're self destructive. Yeah, in we're ways. we're self destructive by nature, man. Yep. I mean, just just look uh, like how much we destroyed of Mother Earth just to get these these square buildings with no life in it. You know, it's that's, that's that's who we are, man. Uh, Alan T. Campbell says, "How many beers did Oscarine Ortega bring?" <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> I gotta go back to your last comment real quick because there is some truth to what he said, right? But mm-hmm. there's also truth to the fact that some of us don't have access or the means. Or even the option to have a salad over a fucking a dollar burger at right. McDonald's. I mean, just look how much have a salad costs. We, like, we just want to do that right now because yeah. people say, well, you know, you could eat healthier. Well, what does that mean when I'm Mexican? You're like, motherfucker, I, I'm broke. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want that fucking Southwest salad, but I could afford the chicken sandwich. You know that shit's two gotta, bucks compared to seven bucks. I got to myself and my homies yeah. and my family, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, And plus, I mean, there's, there's just more to that, brother. Our lives are too hectic for us just to sit back and enjoy a meal, a nice meal, bro. We don't have mm-hmm. that option, man. We got to work two jobs. We got to yep. work one job. Then we got to come and do our, our this or that or, or side gigs. It's just there's not enough time in the day for us to say, you know what? I'm going to go eat something healthy today. Well, I'm going to go run a mile today. You know? And then gyms memberships are fucking expensive, brother. Yep. 24-hour fitness is what? Like 60 bucks a month these days, brother? Yep. And then those fools are closed right now. Yeah. <laughs> Assholes. I'm trying <laughs> to work out. You guys. See, man, that, that, that's why I'm bad, bro. I was going to hit <laughs> the gym, but then sucks. you guys closed it and... Yeah, no, I'm and, just here eating. And also, uh, when he kind of touched about like education, like I, I understand the concept that we all have, you know, the, the same opportunity, but we don't all have the same access, you know, or the same the same upbringings. Yeah, yeah, just the just same the, support. Yeah, same support, same access to like certain information. Because I I know when I was in school, like I kind of had a rough time, dude. Like. Shit, I barely even fucking had a phone until like I was a senior, and that's because I bought it for myself. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, internet wasn't a thing that was in my fingertips. Like I, 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 could, I didn't have yep. a fucking laptop. Like if I needed internet, I would have to go to the library and sometimes the library was closed and shit, you know, like it, it really comes down to your accessibility and I'm, I'm going to bring it down again. Yep. It's just the amount of resources that, you know, are at, at your reach. It's like, for example, like we talked about this, like, like some, I, I don't remember which, which episode it was, but, um, like, let's go back to like soccer, for example, like breakers. How much does it cost a season to get into breakers? Ooh. When I when I was there, it was seven hundred bucks. What? And that was back like in like two thousand like eight. I could only assume it's probably up to like two G's now. That's what I think. You know. And the coach so, didn't even um, put me in. Yeah. So imagine that. That's <laughs> that's a whole month you of poor rent. Bastard. That's a whole month of rent. And when I was there, dude, you know what the majority of people was? It was white kids. Mm. Cause they could afford it, mm. you know. Like when when we would get rides, when you know when the parents would go see, it was mostly white people. Mm. And I'm not saying that you know I like white people and shit. That's but, not a bad. Thing. But that's that's what it was, you know. Because well, example. But like yeah, overall here, like for example, here in Oceanside, when you go see a soccer match or something, or like, it's mostly Latinos, right? And most of those Latinos have more skill than most of those kids. They just can't afford it. I mean, the only reason I was able to afford it was because my dad gave me 200 bucks, and the rest I had to work doing referee matches and working the stands to pay that shit off, you know? And that's, like, another way that, that you know, we could help. Like, these kids like soccer, but they don't have the money or the access to do it because their parents are working all the time, so they don't have rights to get to the training. Mm. I remember my first day of training, I had to walk from, like, uh, from the outdoor swami all the way to MLK uh, school. Oh, yeah, so I, so first I walked from mission, bro. so first I walked from the from Oceanside High School to to to, to the problems where I used to live with, and then from there I had to walk all the way to MLK, you know, to to get to practice. So it, that's what we're saying, like you know, maybe some more after school program programs, yeah. you know, more access to like sports and stuff that that'll help out. You know, like how many kids that love to paint but they can't afford the art supplies. You know how many kids I love music, but they can't afford the fucking instruments. Or, or even when you're taking a test, dude, like you can't afford to have a tutor, you mm. know, help you yep. re- revise mm. your fucking topics. Like it just really comes down to the resources and the you know mm-hmm. the accessibility that you have to certain things. How about how we learn? You know, like we learn differently, bro. I I, I can't Every, fucking read for shit. Everybody learns differently. But I could build you a car, brother. Like I'm I'm cool my hands on, brother. And there's some people like that that just are great on fucking have that photographic memory, and they could read you a book and tell you everything about it. That's just not me. It doesn't mean I'm stupid, bro. Right. Mm-hmm. So educational pieces is just one part because that one person. It's like I know how to read music. Yeah, but I know how to make you the fucking. Bro, I can make you a dope ass <laughs> beat, brother. I can produce you a nice little tune. I just don't know how to read music. Yeah. Does, it, does it mean like we're we can't be friends? We can't be equal? Exactly. We're in the same fucking music business type of thing, right? And and just go back to your point about accessibility in soccer, man. Latin American has the best soccer players. Yep. Because their passion is in the streets playing football, bro. And that's how they grab these kids and they take them out of the streets because they're fucking dope players, right? MOB baseball invests a lot of money in these mm-hmm. islanders back in I don't know where. These Cubanos and these Dominican Republic. Yeah, Cubans in the Dominican Republic, yeah. Because they're fucking, that's all they play and they have the passion, bro. And just because they don't have any money to fucking come into the United States and, and join the fucking Little League and pay yeah. $300,000 a year, doesn't mean they're not good players, brother. So I'm, I'm with you guys, man. Accessibility and, and how do we, you know, more resources on that, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so so Young Ju Kim says that's one aspect I look look up to in the Mexican community, especially your moms and dads. They sweat blood and tears to provide you with good food so that you can be a better individual for community. Much respect to the Mexican community, but I disagree with the majority of what you said. Yeah, I respect that. 
And that's cool, man. You know, that's we have different ideologies. Yeah, and yeah. Ways. this is why we did the kicking podcast. Yeah, so yeah, and it's still cool. cool though. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, no, but yeah, it's like how you said they sweat blood and tears. Like the majority of the times, our parents aren't there. You know, they're working two jobs. Dude, so they, they'll never go to your fucking game because nah. they're out there working. Dude, you know what's fucked up? One time, my parents went to one of my games. And they brought my grandma, and I fucked up my ankle that day. <laughs> and you know what happened? They never went to another game. Because you know uh, what? Because they don't have time. Damn. You know, they're always working that day they were off. You know, but they're like, nah, we're not going to go. <laughs> uh, we saw you, and you know. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, that's what it is. And like, that's another reason, at least from like the Latino aspect, uh, why a lot of us like join gangs because you know, we're looking for guidance and leadership. And you know, our parents can't help us with our homework because, first of all, they don't understand English, mm. you know, and uh, most of them come from like uneducated backgrounds. Mm. It sounds fucked up, but it's really the truth, you know, most of them no, didn't and, even and, finish. And see, I, I see that in the Asian community too, dude, especially you know, right. everybody that comes out from you mm-hmm. know, the mainland to over here to you know, approach a different life. I, they have a very similar background, similar story, dude. Because mm. first of all, language is already the biggest obstacle. Mm. Then, mm. like you said, coming from poverty, the second obstacle. Mm. Yep. And you know, the lack of education, the third obstacle, dude. So, I, I see it a lot with the first generations. You know, that mm-hmm. come out here and you know try to make a living. And yeah, you know, it's it's that it it's that themselves. huge like cultural difference. You know, and it's not even just like that they're working. It's not just that they don't understand the language. It's also like the huge cultural difference. You know, like how many people we know that don't speak Spanish and they're like Mexican as fuck. Mm. You know, how many people do we see that don't like Mexican music? You know, because it's it's a huge difference. We grew up in different environments, different cultures. And that's also like a huge disconnect that's going on. And, you know, and it goes back to, like I said, you know, you're looking for guidance and, you know, but your parents aren't there. There's no adults, you know, with the homie down the street smoking weed is there. You know, like it's, it's just crazy. <laughs> and most of the time, some pretty damn good weed, bro. It, yeah, most dude. of the time, man. I just, just want to throw that out there. You know, back in the day, man, I was just all about chronic, right? Chronic. The blueberry came or out back Indo. in the Indo. And now these days, they got all kinds of chemical shit everywhere, bro. Like, it's just insane, bro. But there's a lot of education behind growing marijuana, bro. Yeah. There's a lot of people making bank on growing marijuana right now. And now that we're speaking about weed, uh, I saw some tweet or something from Elon Musk that said, uh, he yeah. said, uh, d- during this whole epidemic and the pandemic that was going on, uh, uh, what, uh, weed was considered an, an essential. essential yeah, dispensaries were considered, yeah. considered an essential business, but there's still people locked up in jail because of weed. And there's the truth, man. We are hitting it back to the same thing. Mm. You know, it's a never-ending revolving door. Like, there's definitely... Uh, systematic oppression mm. and just uh, uh, unlawfulness, dude. Like, how, how can how can these corporations be making you know basically billions of dollars now in you know in the economic standpoint of cannabis, but yet again you know these motherfuckers that were slanging like three bricks fucking ten years ago, they're still locked up for that same shit. You know, mm-hmm. like it makes no sense. So how can this motherfucker that did it on paper is okay, but this fool that was not doing it on paper is not mm. okay? And he's you know, he's getting fucked over. Yeah. I mean, there has to be some change, man. There's some change coming and I I, I can't I you know, I, I can't wait, dude. Like I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to the aftermath. The the mm. aftermath of the COVID and the aftermath of, you know, what is going on right now politically in, in the country. Yep. Yep. If we get back to these comments, Jimmy Herrera says, Saludos primo, saludos wey. Hope you're safe. 
Uh, uh, is he an Americanista or is he a Chivista? I don't know. Oh, I, think, I think he goes for Pumas. Oh, that's even worse. Iyunju <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 Kim says, but you got to realize they never blame the system. They rather were thankful for what they have. But our generation, there are not, uh, but our generation, there are not enough of thankfulness, but to blame others. Um, well, I don't know, man. I'm a fucking first gen here, and I'm fucking grateful for everything, bro. Yes, I'm a, dude. You look. First of all, I work as a maintenance guy, you know. So I'm a maintenance guy, and this is where I see, you know, the privilege a lot, dude. Because, you know, first of all, when I was down in Mexico before I came to the U.S., like if you didn't have hot water. Fuck it. You boil that motherfucker in the yeah. stove. Yeah. Yeah. Then you put it in a bucket. Yeah. And then you fucking You start. mix it with some cold There's water. Some cold to water, water warm. Straight. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. You got hot water right there now. Yeah. But, dude, uh, you'd be surprised, man. I get people giving me some bullshit-ass calls just because they don't have hot water in their fucking first five seconds when they turn on the faucet, bro. <laughs> like, or motherfuckers out here like, oh, my fucking door is squeaky. Like, first of all, like. Out of Dude, Mexico, just... you got a curtain, bro. There's no fucking <laughs> door. So hey, who, I'm hey. grateful for all this shit out here, Check bro. Check it. If, if you have a squeaky door or something and you don't have any WD-40, do just put some normal cooking oil. Ooh. That shit will work. It works. I've done it. <laughs> Mom's like, what the fuck are you doing with that oil? I'm putting on the shit. Cause <laughs> it fucking annoys me every time I open the door and it fucking worked. It's like like the the Wizard of Oz, you know, when the fucking uh, the Tin Man is like, oh, I'm getting rusty. And you just uh, you spray a little bit of like, oil and shit. That's the way. I, li- I um, like how that dude's acting like he's a Mexican, though. At least he's at least he's trying, though. I mean, I, I give him. No, props. no, I, I go. I, 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 I it's like, cool. I love I like, this guy, man. No, no, he's cool. He's cool. I like this his perspective. Yeah, definitely. But uh, but you're right. I mean, how many people don't complain because their burger's not cooked fully or or whatever? I think I think there's a lot of unappreciated people, mm-hmm. and it doesn't just come because we're, we're generation. We don't. Yeah, appreciate I, America, I don't think man. as much that they never That's... blamed the system as much as that they accepted it. I mean, you also got to consider, like, there's also families who who are, like, got generations behind them on this land when we're coming, like, first generation. Yeah, coming. it's not a race thing. It's, it's, it's not. not it's, it's not. It's definitely, like, how you got yourself placed in this land and also mm-hmm. what you're given and also how you raised up in your morals in the household and the way that they're thinking. Yeah. You know? It comes down to the fact that it's like, you know, like if if a, if a kid is spoiled, then he's spoiled, then he's going to act like a brat. My daughter's spoiled. You know I spoiled the hell out of my daughter, bro. <laughs> yeah. But she's cool, though. She's grateful, man. She's not she's not a brat. Like, oh, if I don't get that, I'm not going to. I'm going to But you teach her, right? There's, there's, some, there's some education behind behind yeah. everything, bro. She understands. But that's, that, you know what? If I don't teach my kids how to be appreciative and how to be grateful, well, well, my parents came over and suffered and how mom's suffering because we are suffering, even though first generation, Hell we're yeah. still going through that notion. Then I feel that's a human being. That's a father, bro. Then that's on me, though. That's not on my parents. Right. That's mm-hmm. just on me because I think I know better at this point. Then we could talk about that conversation 10 right. years from now. But, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. But like, like I said, um, they it's like they never blame the system. It's just it was just more of acceptance because they come up from like, a, you know, Mexico. Where it's a fucked up system. It's you think this is corrupt. Mexico is worse. You know, it's way That's worse. That's why they didn't go to the so, peaceful protest. They went straight to the fucking. Oh, I saw that guy <laughs> getting burned. Police officers are getting burned alive, brother. You see them? Well, you must no, have said some wrong shit. Bro, bro, <laughs> I, I kind of agree with uh, with uh, Bruce, bro. It really comes down to su- survival of the fittest, man. It's not because you don't complain or you don't do this or you don't do that. Nah, dude, you're just really trying to survive. And, you know, you want the best for your own. Yep. Like. And that's really it's just what it like, is. Yeah, it's just like, Who I mean, doesn't? right? <laughs> it's a fucking natural thing, dude. That's why humans are assholes, because we're looking out for basically 
us and just the people around us. Yeah, it's just like, dude, I, I think I can narrow it down to like the way Mexicans think by saying, "Está cabrón," pero pues, chinga su madre. You know, like it's a fucked up situation, but you gotta do it anyway. Yep. You know. <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, here, here, let's check out some more of these comments. But nah, dude, uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you know within our communities, everybody's grateful, dude. Everybody's grateful to fucking one of one and first of all, to be here in the United States, dude. Like, it's dope. <laughs> why? Why is that napkin sticky? Man? Like, who, who, who is not grateful to be in the United States, man? Like, this is the place where you could fully be free in this whole fucking planet. Yeah, and I think, I, I, I dude, think I could give me a fucking AR-15 on Amazon right now if I want to. That is really? fucking freedom. That is Damn. amazing. Can you really do that? Google that shit. I want a bazooka, dog. Just something <laughs> big. I mean, just like. Well, for that, you need some couple licenses. But if you buy your licenses, then you can do whatever the fuck you want, dude. I mean, that's a ca- ca- capitalistic, mm-hmm. oh, no, capitalistic world. Yeah. You know, if you got the money, you can do whatever the hell you want. Damn, there you go. Yeah, dude. Yep, I know. So there you go. Build your own guns. You heard them. Build your own guns. Yeah, Hold dude, on, let me I, let me hashtag that shit. I, I, uh, I don't know, dude. The U.S. is fucking great. You know, if I want to go get me a fucking burger and stand by the beach, I can fucking do it freely and not get questioned about it. Well, maybe not with the COVID nineteen shit, but yeah. you know, it's there's the little things, dude. I'm hella appreciative for the little things, like yeah. just getting a bottle of water, bro. Like that shit's already fucking cool. Like, like. Yeah, dude, in Mexico, they got to go and fucking get buckets for the fucking Rio, dude. Like it's Yeah, like uh, like I'm out here in the U.S. getting some fucking French imported. out there, bro. Yeah, French dude. imported fucking filtered water and shit, you know. Yeah, like, we got alkaline water. And like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? Distilled. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I'll still, <laughs> I'll still fucking drink water from the sink, dude. Like, <laughs> But uh, <laughs> let's keep going with these comments. Uh, Juan Lozano says, Preacho, Chivas all the way, perros. <laughs> yeah, good comment, bro. And talking about soccer, which countries are going back in soccer? Oh again? yeah, dude. Speaking about soccer, uh, Spain, uh, Spain, and I believe Italy is coming back this weekend. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Let me look it up. Not a big so fan of the Italian soccer right now, brother. Chiki Lozano's not playing no more, bro. They gotta, they gotta, they gotta sell him to another team or at least put him out on loan or something, dude. Something. That foot was on fire, bro. That foot was on fire, and they just like put him out. I see. I, you know what? I see him in Liverpool, bro. I see him in that scheme, that fast scheme, that counter attack. Yeah, I that Jurgen Klopp style. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Let me see. Uh, let, let me see. I'm looking it up right now. Do, 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 do. When does this shit return? But while I look that shit up, by the way, no fans, bro. Mm-mm. It's not the same, dude. It's not the same, brother. It's just like a cascarita on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. You know, I, I, just, I don't like it, man. And see, we, we talked about this like yeah. episodes ago, dude. Like, how would it be like without fans? It it, it, it slightly takes the competitive out of it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. It really it field, whole field advantage matters, brother. So when, you, when you're playing in front of your crowd, you know? You get hyped. You get hyped. When it's like empty stadiums, like, vibrations are whack. Yeah. Like, what are you running for the crowd for? Like, no, there's nobody there, bro. <laughs> you know? <laughs> all right, all right. So, check it. So, Spain and Italy are, are returning. So, so the Spanish League and the Italian League are returning. Um, the first, uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to look it up. 
Man, this shit is it's weird. Uh, I don't know, but it's coming back this week, so check that shit out. <laughs> oh, okay. <word. laughs> I'll, I'll look it up later, dude. Well, on the sports sense, dude, since I don't, I don't really want to go back into that political shit. <laughs> like, we, <have> <laughs> we already went through it. We passed it. Is you know, we it's history now. We an hour on this, bro. <laughs> oh, see, I'm telling you, we we be on that. Like, like if we get shit, past like, this point, we're gonna get to the point where like we're gonna start pissing each other off. Yeah, no, 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 no. This like, is what we're trying to. Yeah, like. no, no, we're, we're with sports right now, dude. And That'd I, be some good TV I, though. I, I hella vibe with <laughs> Uh, on the boxing, you know, on the <laughs> boxing side, boxing is back on this month, dude. Ooh, mm. boxing is back on this month. Mm. I can't what? fucking wait. What's up with that, Mike Tyson? Uh, I think that was UFC. UFC started with the matches. Oh, yeah, UFC, yeah, yeah, but now boxing is gonna start this fucking month. We got we got a couple of good ass matches. We got uh, my boy from TJ going at it in this ring. Mm. Uh, you know Jaime Mujia, he's gonna fucking be doing his shit. He's alright. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, he, he's still he's still very raw, but he he's got some he's got some good talent, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of other good ass matches coming around around the way, uh, but yeah, bo- boxing definitely back I, up. I, this I, month. I saw talking about boxing. I saw that uh, promotion on uh, is it Garcia against Tank Davis? Is is that is that coming up? I think that's December though, but that's gonna be a great fight. That uh, the new kid Garcia that's under uh, uh, Golden Boy right now, who knocked out that one dude with one punch. Yeah, yeah he's young, bro. He's youngster. Like, he's like twenty four. No, Mike no, no, Garcia. No, no. No, he's not dope. Mike Garcia is dope. No, he he's kind of like an OG right now. Mike Garcia, he's like he, he's on the other side now. No, no, is is this young kid, man? I can't really remember his name, like Daniel or some shit like that. But man, he's he's pretty quick with the punches. I ain't gonna lie, he does carry a little bit of weight behind him. Uh, his his uh punching style, yeah, it's probably not as heavy. You know, he's not a heavy-handed guy, but he definitely knows how to place his punches mm-hmm. for sure. Very tactical. Hey, uh, I'm gonna go use the bathroom because I really gotta take a piss. JT, nah, dude, just take, take a over. pee on that bottle. <laughs> you can't, dude. The head's not small enough. <laughs> 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 I'll be right back, yo. It's it's the neck. Shot tequila. Oh, oh, damn, <laughs> oh. <boy>. oh <laughs> the shit. political conversation oh, got some. Really? You want to say that while you pour the shot for me? Uh, Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah. I, either way, man. Oh, you a bitch. I know how you are. I know how you're going to get. There's going to be two shots or three shots in that cup, isn't it? He's going to say, yeah. I have no idea what's going on right now, but yeah. Is there a competition happening right now? Uh, Tequila? It seems, it seems is that what like it is? That. Yeah. yeah it seems okay. Like, that. like, I don't know. Like, he will probably. I think, you know, I think I got my money on JT, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? I think so, man. I think JT will take you on. It's probably because he's a little bit bigger than you. No, I said to pour, I said to pour me a shot. Oh. I hit me and then him take a shot. Oh. Okay. I bet, like, he's probably just going to do a double shot or a triple shot. Yeah, what? wait, what the fuck? <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> hey, hey, bust out that bottle then. All right. What do you uh, guys have there? Bro, yo, you want to see what I have? Yeah, oh. we, we, we got a nice little collection out here in the office. You know? <laughs> we, we still think it's like the late oh, bro, 50s out here. <laughs> you know, I get serious when I put the zipper down. <laughs> oh, I, I, no, I don't know. I don't know about that. Hey, hey, let, let me see that oh, real quick. Oh, oh, this yeah. is heavy too. Shout out to Milano's liquor, all the beer and liquor I've got you straight got from there, baby. Oh wait. Damn. Okay. Yeah, I can smell it. It smells great. Oh, uh, 
But if I could give a suggestion to Patron on these corks, just make sure you make like a little dip right there so you can get a one ounce shot straight off the fucking top. You know, mm. it doesn't take that much space. Super easy. It'll probably save you a little bit of material. At least a quarter million dollars every fucking year. But, yeah, just make a fucking one ounce dip on the cork, bro. Get four get years investment. Shot. That's a million dollar idea. It's <laughs> not a bad idea, actually, man. Yeah, eighteen hundred did it. You can fucking do it, right? Hold on, Where, where's JT's shot? Ooh, wait. Ooh. I just wanted one shot. I wanted him to pour me a shot. Oh, but I see. Then I, it see, was I, like, see. I was like, oh, he might give me a double or a triple shot, and then it escalated from there. You see where misunderstandings can get to the one point? Perfect example. But then again, I'm just bullshitting around. I just want to take. Shot. I just want to take a shot. <laughs> Good excuse. Take a shot, man. Uh, I feel so much better, yo. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it escalated while you were gone. Oh yeah. What happened? No. No. I told you to pour me a shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let, let's let's go with the let's let's read the rest of these comments. Yeah. Anyway, you want a so shot? Much better, yeah. Oh shit. It's okay. Uh, let me know. Me you know what? Somebody out there who's seen this, can you guys show me some love? I just someone say a nice comment about me, my hat or something. I don't know. Some, somebody, yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Oh, appreciate it, JT. It's okay, JT. I love you, brother. I love you, brother. It's boosting my confidence. I'm gonna wear it more often now. It makes it feel sexy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, uh, Yoon Kim said, I like cabeza lengua menudo tripas ojo. So I'm there. See, there you go. And then, uh, damn, that was making me hungry, yo. For real, I haven't ate. <laughs> uh, Juan Lozano says, La neta es que la raza ya no tiene los huevos para educar a su gente. Ya no les enseñan el valor de nada. Nah, no sea tan culero, no. <laughs> <laughs> no mames, ¿de qué parte de México es ese güey? <laughs> no mames. Just one shot, right? Yeah, dude, and then uh, yeah, yeah. Alan T. Campbell says, sports without fans just isn't the same. Uh, my it's boy not, Alan, man. you're right, brother. It's you're not, right. bro. I've, I've watched some of them. It's just like it's cool. Like it's cool watching um, or hearing what they talk about or like how they communicate on the field. Yeah. But then after a while, it's just like, uh, you know, like every time they miss you, you don't hear that. Ooh. For real, you know, like, right? <laughs> like that almost that almost shot. Even yeah, though it's really not even close. Dude, like, I just always, I've always loved that shit. Like when you watch the soccer game on TV. And then, like from the aim, from like the side, it looks like it's so close. Yeah. But then they switch the angle, and it's just like boom, like way <laughs> off. And you're just like, damn, that's way off, dude. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Salute. Hey, you know what? That guy, Alan Campbell, my boy, he loves Patron, brother. I like Patron. I so, love hey, cheer, hey, cheer one for Alan, real quick. Oh, cheers. There you go. Cheers, man. cheers. Oh shit! I opened the window. All right, Louis, what's next? Uh, do we have anything on the entertainment side? Anything cool? Not really. I mean, if you consider Takashi and Akon, <laughs> situation uh, cool. I, I definitely considered Akon. Uh, I don't know about uh, the whole, you know. Takashi. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Daniel something, right? Hernandez? Oh, yeah, that's that his name. You know what, man? That's like, that's trippy, yeah, bro. I, I get I get homeboy I get people other people I mean if you're in the game and then you don't have to rap I mean I, I, there's just so much to do it but at the end of the day man I think the homeboy's Mexicano right is he Mexican dude uh he, well I don't what know is he, bro. is he Mexican he's Mexican first gen 
from New York, or maybe he's second gen. I'm not really sure. But he's, but he has some Mexican ties. Yeah, in him, yeah. Right? He's, he's got a Mexican background, but he's in New York, so technically he's fucking New York Rican. Um, yeah, you know what? I don't I don't really bump his music, Doug. That's just not my steez, You know, nah, I mean, same. I give the dude props though. Oh yeah, yeah. I, hey, I think Doug. we did it in the show, dude. Like we completely respect his career. Like as as as, as you know, the character Takashi Six Nine, mm-hmm. he's fucking killing it. Handle really it, bro. Is. Handle it. But <laughs> as I guess the person Daniel Hernandez, he's, he's kind of a piece of shit. I just, I, I just don't know the cat. Like I, I, you know what? My my opinion to them is just like I just know his music. Okay, so and he screams in every single song. Yeah, that's that's what I that's what I don't like, dude. It's like he's just fucking yelling the whole entire time, and like I, I, I can't. Can you hit on a guy who's actually doing something? Like even on the nah, worst nah, guy that I, we think. I, I, I hella respect that dude because I mean. It's fucking cool, dude. Like, why would you sh- shoot down anybody who's actually attempt- attempting to do something in the first place and, second of all, actually doing doing it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. shit, my hat's off to that, dude. He's fucking killing it. But yeah, so apparently he con- his mom is from Puebla and his dad is from Puerto Rico. Oh, there you Oh, go. shit, motherfuckers is actually Puerto Rican. Yeah, he's half so Mexican, half Puerto Rican. So he's hella fucking That makes Rican. a lot of sense with that cockiness. <laughs> yeah, big time. It fucking fully ties in now. And plus, it he's does. from New York, and he thinks he's black. Like, okay. That, okay. I mean, we all seen paid in full, right? <laughs> no? I've seen paid in full a good seven times now. Yeah. Fucking love that movie. One of my favorites. <laughs> that one, that one guy in the bike, that fool was like considered Puerto Rican in real life. Uh, Yunju Kim says, "Oh, you talking about Cameron, dude? Or <laughs> yeah, right? Is it Cameron? No, no, Sorry. like the story, hey, like, like the Yo. character, uh, back like in the real the day, guy dog. in like real life. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Puerto Rican. Back in the day, I used to do music. I used to produce beats and stuff like that. And actually, did a couple songs, bro. I'm not a rapper. Never thought I was a rapper, but because no one really rapped in my songs, I kind of put myself in there a couple of times." But there's a couple of songs that I did. I think they're hella dope, dog. Even to, even to standards perspective right now, they're fucking hella dope. You, you got those songs? You, uh, you, you can put them up there. You can put them up there. You go on YouTube. They're out there, man. Yeah. Remember, we're also in the mix in the studio right man, here. Man, so I'm telling you right now, man. Music I think I can even bust you the flow on that, my verse on that, on that, on that song, bro. Oh, say no more, bro. Man. Here you go. Uh, uh, I can put it on. Uh, Yuzhu Kim also says, y'all need to be thankful for South Korea in the last World Cup for winning against Germany. Yeah, we appreciate that. Oh, that, that was a low blow, dude. <laughs> that was fucked up. <laughs> Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so South Korea beat uh, Germany, and then because uh, if Germany would have won, they, uh, Mexico, I think Mexico was losing the that game they were playing against. Um, I forgot what the fuck they were playing, dude. What oh, the fuck uh, else was in that group? The yellow team that won. Uh, Austria or something. Australia. Australia? Was it? Was it? I, Damn, I he's really kicking it with this. Like, having a yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and we appreciate you, man. You are welcome anytime, man. For real. This has been a great I episode. I can imagine him saying this when we're having a beer. So he's like, yeah, yeah like, like, he's dude, like taking shots. Like, oh. You are our next guest. So please hit up Louis, get the information, come to the studio, bro. We need you here. All right, let's see what group it was. Uh, group A. No, that wasn't Group oh, A. Oh, man. I don't got Group B. My I got, turn. I got the other one. What is it? Oh, he's got the SB yeah. one thing? Yeah. Oh, is it the iPhone one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got the port right there. Yeah, the dongle. Uh, this was like, yeah, that was a small low <laughs> blow, though. Because first of all, I think, you know, Mexico, oh, they're playing Germany Sweden. 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 Yes. Oh. Are oh, you so, ready for that uh, song, bro? You ready for okay. that song? So Mexico lost 3-0 to Sweden. 
while South Korea beat Germany 2-0. All right, hold on. All right, so Oscar is gonna play some of his. Oh shit, Oscar going to play some of his old ass songs for us. So yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Chow, I want to check that shit out, dude. I so, can't wait to so hear. Back in the day, bro. Back when I was in high school, yeah, this cat named Blaze. I don't know if you guys know. Oh, so we used to do like freestyle battles back in the day, man. It was the coolest shit ever. And dude, this food didn't. This dude, Cat Blaze, though, he will kill anybody, dog. Fast rapper, ba 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 ba. Dope on the beats, brother. This guy's legit, bro. Legit. So back in the day, we live in the, the Little Rob era type of thing. And here comes this Mexican cat from like Oceanside, bro. Sick shit, man. Sick shit. So we roll with it, bro. I think he's doing some big shit right now, too, still, right? He's doing some shit. But this is... Okay. 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 Well, this is uh, this is one that I did with uh, some dude named Giant Toxic and then some dude... Uh, a clever one, man. So I did the B and I did the first. Johnny verse. Toxic. That sounds hella familiar to yeah, me. Yes, it does. I okay. Think, I, think, I, think, I think he's part of the Omix crew, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know who's Omix. Uh, oh, I, I, I did a, uh, a song with Omix. All right, ready, Louis? Let's do it. All right. I don't know if people could hear or not, but here it goes. Yeah, I like it already. Why don't they oh, you just got to turn it down a little bit so you can hear his voice. There you go. There you go. That's perfect. Woo! <laughs> Damn. And that was like 10 years ago. I got to tell you that right now, man. Maybe like 12 years ago, bro. Hey, keep it playing. Keep, keep it going? All right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That is it? Yeah, that's Johnny. Oh, shit.
desierto. Is that you? That's clever one. With the real deal. Cuento. movimiento Dope, dude. Hey, the, the homie, uh, the homie Lisa says that shit's a slapper. Yeah. Let me see if I, cause I'm pretty sure it's the same Johnny, bro. Now he goes by some. Oh, same one. That's him right there. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the boy, right? Yeah. 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 Such a yeah. small world, bro. I grew up with that dude. Yeah, hey, shout out all mix, man. Hey, yeah. love you guys, man. We, we got, we gotta get a podcast episode so one these yeah. days. Johnny and I did another song together. Gonna put it on real quick. Damn, the homie said that shit's a slapper and where you could find the gem. I already what? gave you the info. Lily says, Vito de Guerra, Johnny Toxic. That shit, that, that shit was dope, dude. That beat was fucking fire, bro. Johnny Toxic on this one right here, man. Real quick. Yeah, no, dude. I've always loved his flow, dude. He has such a great flow, for real. Like, Johnny gets down. Yeah, he does, man. Yeah, but you killed it in your part too, dude. That what? Spanish was like beat by beat, like bar by bar. That shit was sick. Good looking out, dog. Good looking out, GT. Yeah. That's giant toxic right there, man. I produced that beat too right there back in the day, dog. Fuck, dude, we gotta get you in the studio to make us some beats, bro. <laughs> I did, dog. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, but you know, it was remastered. We went to the studio though, so it was like double pre type of thing, you know? But, yeah. No tengo amigos. And then that's me on the hook right there. Bailando con Cristo. I fucks with this, dude. This is like, it, it's it's almost like a throwback, but like in modern times, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he says like 10 years ago? Yeah, it, it definitely has a lot of like Chicano flavor. I, I, yeah. I like that. There is, there is. Yeah. And I, actually, I, I think that's what I appreciate the most, man. Yeah. There's a couple lines I said in here that I think they're fired. Now, hold on. <laughs> right here. Uh. Me cojo a tu morra y tu hijas, mi niña. Stop right there, though. Stop right there, though. Make a Victor joke, eh? That fucking beer went through the wrong place. No, man. But that was, you know, that was the time of my life, man. That was dope, man. You know, I used to be a mad crackhead back in the day, bro. You'd find me in the streets and 
music and soccer kind of revived me, bro, from what I used to be, that little funk, bro. And I remember going to the studio with Johnny, and we were just, like, making beats, making music, and it kind of just brought me back into life, brother, so... So, John, dude, shout out to Homeboy, man. Yeah, shout, shout out, out John, man. Like, hey, bro, we hella appreciate you out here, you know. Keep and, doing and, it. And the fucking streets of Oceanside, no doubt, for real. Where have you been? Is around? Is it down for a podcast? Uh, I'm Bring not sure, on, man. I, I, have, I haven't really kept up with Omix. I don't really know what they're about. Um, I know they, they had their project, like, about a year or two ago, which I was, you know, luck, luckily and hella grateful to be a part of because, you know, they, they 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 noticed my work and you know they brought me on to their shit so uh it, it was a good ass little chapter for sure but you know i honestly haven't kept up with them i don't really know what they're up to right now i hope that they're doing hella great shit because they're dude they, they've been on the local scene for such a long time but they just haven't got that recognition well at least i don't think dude i mean and they're they, they're definitely you know in my eyes, they're they're one of the coolest Mexican groups out here, or Spanish speaking groups in in, in Oceanside for real. They they really get down with their craft. Yeah. Oh, and that guy Christian, Johnny's brother. Yeah, Chris. Dope ass artist. Have you seen his work? Dope. Dope ass artist, man. I think it's one of the best artists that he could be the next Picasso, the Mexican Picasso, bro. This guy's legit, brother. Oh, oh you're talking about like, like his yeah, paintwork. No, no, yeah, oh, no, no, dude, no, he, he is hella gifted when it comes to the paintwork, artwork, for real. Man. Yeah. Damn, dude, that's just Bring crazy. him on board, bro. Small Hit world. him up. Yeah, dude, like, they were on for a bit, and then they just like, I don't know what happened, dude. They just like stopped like posting shit and stuff. Well, I mean, COVID happened to all of us, so I, I'm pretty sure, you know, it affected them too. But, you know, that that project that, you know, they released – that shit was tight, dude. Like, it was something else. And uh, unfortunately, they didn't get to do as many visuals as they, as they would have liked, at mm-hmm. least in that series. But I, I know they got shit planned, and I, I, I can't wait to see what they come up with, dude, because they, they're definitely hella talented, and I really respect their craft. Like, hands down, Chris and hands down, John, they, they really get down in the studio, dude. John's flow is fucking, fuck, one of the best... Chicano flows that I've heard, dude, and I've heard so many fucking Chicanos rap, and some of them are like hella stereotypical. But this fool, like mm. his range is fucking different. I, He's I raw really, with it, man. I his really lyrics, like his shit. Yeah, lyrics are raw, man. I like that. Damn. So yeah, we, fuck, we gotta get him back on. Um, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Corey Bergman says, uh, "You guys still drinking?" It's <laughs> like break out the four locals, <laughs> dude. We're the four locals. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Juan says, Charles, where was that last episode, cabrones? <laughs> Fuck you, Juan. You know, I never got into you the Four Locos. You saw me take your shot brother. last time, don't <laughs> <laughs> Four Locos is all right. I just never really like it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's okay. It's just, it's just by the time it came out, I was just kind of like already over like drinking yeah. and like partying hardy and shit. Well, well, I didn't get a chance to like try them when they were like on the illegal phase when they like <laughs> yeah. really fuck you up. But yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That's another reason why I didn't try them because like they're like, oh yeah, dude, this just fucked you up. We had some people die, and I was like, oh shit, that sounds dope. I want to try that. And then <laughs> I they do went remember in. those cases. Hey, RIP to all those people who died on Four Local. We still remember you. I, 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 Mad I, dogs, I, I, don't, bro. I don't know who you were. Mad honestly. dogs, bro. The, those things. Dude, were fucking the rock. Fuck, the next day rock. was horrible, though, dude. <laughs> 
the fucking dude, the breath the fucking Mad Dogs would give you was fucking nasty, yo. Well, it's all that sugar, dude. Yeah. But I mean, I think that's the the generation thing, you know, because like my brother went through like Mad Dog twenty twenty and shit. I mean, they're not really even called Mad Dogs, but that's just like no, uh, but yeah, dude, like it's just the, the generation thing. Like it was the Mac Dogs for like you know the people from like eighty five and above, and like for us from like ninety two and above, it was like that four loco shit. Mm-hmm. And I think like for the generation Z, it was what like they were like vaping or some shit like illegally. I don't know. Man. Uh, now we have white claws, bro. Oh, there you go. The the now, now, now we're in the brother. white claw phase, and it's like for real, fool. Like <laughs> first of all, that shit's soda. <laughs> <laughs> It, it doesn't even get you buzz. It just gets you kind of like. I'm still know. drinking Budweisers, bro. Where you guys at? Where you guys? At? <laughs> I'm at the bar. Wait, wait. Wires. It depends what you're asking, man. Because like, <laughs> I mean, if it's just the L, I guess uh, I, I fucks with the high lives and the Pacificos, dude. Like that, that's like my to go to. Like I can hella enjoy like on a hot ass day a nice Pacifico or a high life, hands down. But I mean, when I'm like. Craving, I guess, a beer, it would definitely be an IPA, kind of like one of these torpedoes or the, that, wh- whatever, you know, just not a, a nice smooth IPA so I could taste that hot. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm more on that bitter palate. Well, you Same. are the wine guy. I think I, think I like IPA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You drink wine, brother? You drink wine? Uh, yeah, dude. I, I, I drink a little bit of wine. Okay. I mean, I ain't that bougie with it, but I mean, I, I kind of Dude, know my I'll shit fucking a bit. drink wine, bro. That shit, that shit gives me <laughs> a happy too. buzz, bro. <laughs> it's a whole different type of buzz. Huh? Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, champagne, I, I know that if I'm going to have a uh, uh, champagne brunch, that no matter what, I'm going to need a nap. That, that, I, I, that's like for yeah. sure, dude. I've noticed that, <laughs> I've noticed that with, the, uh, with, with champagne when I drink it early. God, champagne will make you want to go to sleep. That's what champagne does. It just gets you hella relaxed and you just want to go pass out. Uh, wine, eh, it gets me yeah. relaxed, but it doesn't make me want to go pass out unless I have like fucking three bottles. Yeah. Yeah, no, dude. Fucking wine makes me happy when I drink that shit, dude. Oh, wine's cool. Hell, that's fucking cool. It's, it's like taking a shot almost, you know? It's like yeah. it's like one of those type of like liquors. It's a sippy shot. <laughs> uh, Corey Bregman says still reserve in Pacifico. Bruh. Hey, still reserved. Nice. Good <laughs> shit. Bruh. I went to like 365 days every day streaking that beer. Like That's, that's the, the two lemons, right? Yeah. Two lemons. Yeah, yeah two so. of them. The max, I've upgraded to having at least three now. Like a pound of those. Damn. And I could get fucked up. <laughs> yeah, two of them is a good one. And that's on the, on the malt liquor department, I think. Yep. That's a $2 beer right there. Actually, $2 from Tex. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, old, old English is nice, too. Personally, I, 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 a buzz, you know, on, on the buzz price, I, I definitely follow oh, the yeah, hurricanes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, if you're on a budget you're just trying to get drunk, then that's the way to go. <laughs> hurricanes, baby, hurricanes. hurricanes I mean, hurricanes. King Cobras, they're sweet and they're pretty good, but you gotta a, pound hur- those quick. a hurricane will get you a nice fucking yeah, dude, you, buzz. You gotta, you gotta drink the hurricanes quick, because when they get flacked, they're nasty as fuck. Yo. I used to bud bite ice for like 95 cents. And I was just about day, to say bud ice. I think bud ice was like two for 150 yeah. or <laughs> <laughs> it's like yo, I'm looking budget. for cheap shit, but I was like, I don't know, I want to go that cheap and shit. I love it. It's almost at one hour forty. Oh uh. shit! Damn. All right. Well, this was definitely one of the longer episodes in the, in Good the show. Conversations though, Karna. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. It, it was it was enjoyable man. as hell. Like it just flew by. I didn't even fucking feel the time. You yeah, know? even besides that, dude, all the people that were fucking giving us comments and shit, it, we appreciate you guys. Cause that definitely kept us going. 
Uh, dude, yeah, this is this is a fun episode. Dude. I didn't even notice we were almost like at one forty, dude. That's crazy. Time just flew by. <laughs> you know, real quick, I really want to talk about this food thing real quick. I know we didn't touch. Oh yeah, go it, for it, bro. That's cool with you guys. Yeah, go ahead. You know what? Uh, one of the things that I'm I'm going out there and preaching about food insecurities is that um, like I mentioned earlier, we're we're trying to manipulate people's behavior for the positive, bro. And it's all about what we eat, man. Well, we are what we eat, right? Sometimes we, we eat really something are. like. We eat something nasty. We become nasty people. But we eat something delicious, bro. Like I had this morning afternoon, I, I sat down with my ex-wife, and we had I had fucking some chili rellenos, dog. Cool. Mm. Brother, we had a nice conversation. Even though we're not on, on good terms, we still had a nice dinner over, I mean, lunch over some mm. good Mexican food, brother. And the seeing people in communities, bro, when we could sit down and eat some great food and just have a good conversation, even though we're struggling, we will never stop struggling, bro, one way or the other, man. So even though they we're struggling right face. now, thank you, Louis. That's that's one hundred percent true, man. So even though we're we're struggling, bro, I think by us providing some good meals to the families, we can manipulate that positive behavior, brother. And that trickles down to like the kids, right? These families are struggling. The kids are struggling, but these families are happy. The kids will be happy, bro. That's just the fucking fact, brother. You know. So we're trying to prevent domestic violence, over drinking, over excessive use of drugs, man. Insecurity, not only in families, but also in the neighborhoods, bro. And I think somebody said it earlier where we find love in the wrong people in the neighborhoods and the gangsters, brother. We're trying to fulfill that love in the neighborhood with the right people, which is their family. Mm -hmm. People that love them, brother. These kids that are there in the streets, even homeless kids, bro, at some point they were loved by somebody, bro. We're just trying to bring that love back into their lives, brother. Sometimes there might be beer, but with the wrong person, we're trying to eliminate that, bro. We're trying to bring that back to, like, have society back with the people that love you, your team that loves you, bro. And food is the number one fucking key point in that, brother. So if you have time Saturday, brother, come out, 10 o'clock in the morning, 2017 South uh, Coast Highway. Come and hang out with us. Join us. Help us out. Get your hands dirty a little bit. Get some food. Help me distribute it to the people. And it's, 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 just, it's all gravy, bro. That's where it starts, man. So... Thanks yeah. for having me, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you for, no, yeah, for thank, yeah, me, bro. yeah, thank you for stopping by in the in the first place, man. It, it, it was a sweet ass episode. It kind of got a little here and there, but I think overall it was great. That's the whole point of this. Yeah, <laughs> it, but I mean, uh, uh, here, touching bro. on you know what you just said, like that kind of reminded me, like you know, like my like elementary or sorry, not elementary, but like my middle school days when I was like you know doing like after school programs, you know, where like they like. You know, they, they bring you together and, you know, you're sharing different experiences with, you know, other classmates. And like the Sally's Ray Project? You guys remember that shit? Nah. No? Uh, yeah, me either, bro. But nah, like, well, I mean, shit, that was, that was like in elementary. They had like Sally's Ray Project. It was like an after, oh, after yeah. school program and shit. And uh, like they would give you like some snacks and shit and help you with your homework. If you need help, or like they would have like computers, like games and shit. Oh well, yeah, yeah, basically the same concept. Yeah, like the after school program. They're like that. That that's kind of where it starts. You know that you 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 give kids food and you make them you know talk to each other and you know interact with each other and like mm-hmm. that that that's the foundation, man. It, it, yeah. it just it, it helped me through my time where I felt like I didn't you know belong in a certain you know group or that I wasn't getting that same affection. You know, like. It, it definitely helped me, dude. Like, I, I grew up through, you know, the Boys and Girls Club, and I'm hella thankful. And, and every single time that I get a chance to donate, I definitely donate to the Boys and Girls Club mm-hmm. Foundation because, you know, without certain programs like that, you know, the youth will definitely just stick to, you know, your your hoodlum guy out here giving you yeah. a 40 or a fucking joint just so yeah. that you could feel like you were welcome. Or just, yeah, they'll be like, here, get you high, and I'm going to give you some fucking Cheetos, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 
It's crazy. No, definitely. Even I could put myself in and put it like that when I had my little like time right there at the outreach program at the reach program right there the vista clinic mm. like i did my time right but there both the roma park i think had the the junior Leave reach program too, yeah, yeah, yeah cause cause i, I right remember being part of area. junior reach for a minute yep. yeah bro how old are you bro i'm 24 bro damn <laughs> youngster man okay am I, am I the oldest person in the in the, in the session today yeah in this room possibly oh man okay we gotta switch that up asap dog <laughs> i thought we're, the baby face we're talking about away. programs that are back in the day i'm like oh okay i think they're still active right now but yeah still, they are uh, no yeah, they yeah. still are yeah, that's still good going man strong. that's good man hey you guys remember the dare program <laughs> oh bro you want to know something funny you Louis? having milk in the bag <laughs> <laughs> i've never graduated from anything brother even the dare program brother i never submitted anything brother so when we had our, our graduation for dare and thing they skipped me bro it was my homie albro and then my homie ricardo they're like whoa albro yeah ricardo and i'm like looking to myself like what the like, fuck am i mother. am i drunk already <laughs> <laughs> i was like i was like 10 years old dog. <laughs> give me something dog. give me this a what you meant shirt. to be so their program will give you like a a, a ceremony in the graduation shit? yes oh, what the yeah fuck? so like my buddy got like a like he won like first place and he get like a nice handbag and everything and a bed whatever you know but like you had to submit something or you had to do something for it. But. So can I at least get the picture with the dog mask? <laughs> oh, that's crazy, bro. Because I, I, I took the their 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 program, but I, I, at that time I was you know living in TJ. I was like sixth grade in TJ or mm. some shit. And yeah, I remember their their program. But like out there, they were selling you all this shit, bro. Like we all we were all involved in the program, man. We you know we all said yeah, no to drugs. Uh, but when it came down to like the graduation, I guess like. They, these motherfuckers were selling you t-shirts they were selling you the certificate like oh we got nothing like that son part of the dare program down in mexico what does dare stand for uh, drugs and drugs uh, against art ra uh, I, I don't know let me see let me see google that shit real quick <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how much i care about that one <laughs> i just know it had drugs in it <laughs> i didn't know about drugs until dare told me about it <laughs> right for real <laughs> I think, like, the latest one is, like, they reformed, like, marijuana as part of, like, they considered drugs and shit. Oh, drug abuse resistance <laughs> education. That's what it was. Drug abuse resistance. I don't even know the word resistance back in the day, bro. What does that meant when I was, like, 10 years old? Oh, no, man. Man. Elementary was dope, though. Elementary was dope. <laughs> yeah. Didmore. I don't know if you guys went to Didmore. I went to Didmore, Doug. It was I dope. went to Mission. Uh Oh, yeah. you were high class. Ooh, you were high, high class. High class, yeah. Bishop was ghetto as fuck. For real. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, when, when, I, uh, was, when I got the chance to be a, a part of the American elementary system, I also went to Mission. I, I went to Garrison for a little bit, but then Mission. Mission was, was called something else, right? Uh, it's always been Mission. It's always been Mission. The Dolphins? Oh, yeah, that was their mascot, the Dolphins. Oh, okay. like, Dolphin was a mascot and shit. Uh, yeah, I, I remember the trailers, bro. I, I, remember, I remember that, that shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, the handball court was all fucked up. Well, that used to be a soccer field, too, back in the day, huh? Yeah, dude, yeah. that shit was dope. I remember that shit. <laughs> yeah, but Daymar, I, I, I do remember Daymar because, like, I had a couple cousins go yeah. there and shit. I mean, it's in the east side, too, so, like. So yeah. Daymar's cool, dog. Daymar I dare school. you to do drugs. <laughs> So I saw it. I dare <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, man. I didn't even know. I had never thought about drugs or anything like that until I heard about the Dare program. You put the television set like I'm a kid. Yeah. They, they're talking about like like say no to drugs. I didn't even know what the fuck it was till you brought it. Yeah, I, I didn't know anything about drugs. I mean, I knew alcohol abuse, but I just didn't know that there was all, the, all these other fun things around. Like, me. I don't like, know, but you're telling me not to do it now. I want to do I it. They can make it cool for us, man. They made it cool, man. Like, you guys seen that South Park episode where it's like those group of people come and say it? They say not to smoke cigarettes. 
after the meeting, he's like, hey, if you guys stay with the cigarettes, you can be just like us. Kenny Carvin, Stan, and Kyle are just in the back smoke the cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> like, Come on, man. I feel less gay than that they are right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Man. I remember back. I was in third grade, bro. They were teaching us about vaginas and titties and and stuff. Like, wow. Okay, I never knew about this. That's an exciting life. Yeah, Drugs. I, I don't know about titties since bro. I was four, dude. Like, I, I love mean, titties. <laughs> I love titties. Bro. I mean, yeah, like, so, that's too crazy, bro. so looking at this shit, and uh, I just love women, man. I, hey, shout out to all the women out there watching. If you guys were tuning in, because I mean, the Kick It podcast is usually more a male dominant fucking show. But, but hey, to all your sexist. women, just know, I love you. We ain't sexy. We love you. Shit, we appreciate it. We and know if you, you and if you're good enough, I'll let you fix me. I don't know. Fix what? you. Well. <laughs> fix me a that's sandwich. Fuck. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. Uh, with that said, man, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, <laughs> it was a great one, guys. For real. Yeah, yeah, finish it. To all of you guys <laughs> out there commenting, to everybody on the live stream, to everybody who's tuning in, you know, through the spotify and itunes account thank you for real we really appreciate you this is why we're here and you are the main reason and the main mortar behind the kick podcast so thank you we appreciate you and we'll see you next time yeah and before we leave don't forget this saturday 2017 coast highway the moose lodge oscar we're gonna be there handing out some food uh, so stop by check it out uh, you know, go be part of the community and shit. And if you guys have anybody else that's part of the community that would be amazing to have on this, let us know or shoot them our way so we could talk to them, get them on, and you know, get involved in more community events, which is you know what we really want to do and shit. And uh, yeah, with that said, yep, Bruce, ladies, gents, to my fellow alcoholics, alcoholics, <laughs> and to the peacemakers and to the writers, however way you want to follow this. Thanks for drinking up with us. Thanks for talking with us. Thanks for kicking it. Yeah. We'll see you next time.